So good morning, uh, good afternoon, evening to everyone tuning in. Um, welcome to the Bitcoin Cash Hangout. Uh, I'm sure everyone's seen we have a, an amazing lineup tonight. Uh, we've quite a lot to cover in just one and a half, half hours. Special guests today include Bitcoin Jason, Emergent Reasons, an imaginary username. We have Mark Falzon, um, Jeremy from the Bitcoin Cash podcast. We've already heard there, Roger Ver is online with us. Ryan Giffen should be popping in. Um, and last but not least, as Roger's already mentioned, uh, the adopting, one-man adopting machine himself, Sunny Gahani. I'm here. Cheers, everyone. Hey, Sunny. Lovely to hear from you. Same here, same here. I'll wait for a lot more people to join. I have so much to say about so many things, you know. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear about this. Your Twitter has been on fire. I'm very excited every time when I hear from you. I think, wow, what's Sunny up to now? And it's it's always something that's blowing my, my mind away. So, yes, definitely wait until some more people are there. Um, is Jason here? Uh, Don't see him yet. I have my check. Can hear you loud and clear, Emergent. All right, thanks. Yeah, I love what's sunny. It's like uh, you, you never know what you're going to see and you don't know what country it's going to come from, <laughs> but it's always going to be something crazy going on. <laughs> but, but, but that's the plan, right? We need adoption in every single field, uh, restaurants, good. hospitals, travel agencies. And now the latest, my target is some what up, our guys. It's actually the national dish of my state and it's, 10 rupees the cost it's hardly like maybe two three cents but i actually convinced the biggest chain today and that's really the hot news because somebody on twitter or reddit yesterday said the day he'll eat what power with bch then he knows and i was working on that today and we already have a few so it's it's, it's nice actually you know what's the name of it again can you say the name Okay, so it's vada pav. It's basically potato balls fried with uh, and then with a bread, and it's like a street oh. speciality. And it's, it's awesome. like every guy from poor to rich loves to eat it. And you go, oh, yeah. it's like if you go to Trinidad, they have doubles. I mean, I don't know if it Italy is pizza, but uh, it's like everywhere. So everywhere in uh, Maharashtra, Bombay, Pune, it's like the national speciality, delicacy. Oh yeah, yeah. love it. And it's most it, it's it's afforded by everybody. It's because it's like 10 rupees. It's basically $1. You can buy 5 or 10. Depends on where you eat. The most expensive restaurant might be $1 for the whole thing. But that's the best thing that, that is there. Yeah. That's amazing. That is you really know, great. You know, bro, one more thing happened yesterday. Is one guy on Reddit said he's going to St. Martin today. And he really wants to see the adoption himself. And then I actually put up my WhatsApp number. And then he texted me. So I asked him the first thing, tell me something. Did you buy your air tickets using BCH? And he said, no, I paid free ad and credit card with my air tickets. I said, that's not a complete trip. And guess what happened? Actually, they canceled his tickets because his credit card did not go through. And he's texted me that he wants to buy his ticket with BCH. So I'm from <laughs> yesterday posting a couple of travel agencies, especially KLM uh, authorized ones. So he can actually fly to KLM. So he's actually booking his tickets with BCH. <laughs> That's fantastic. 
Yeah. Not too happy for him, you know, because he couldn't fly. He had made all the plans and all the bookings, and I was also actually happy because we would like to hear something from the real tourist or a real person who's going and wants to spend only with this year in the islands, except like you know the people that are adopting. So that would have been nice to have good, bad, or I mean, it's going to be only good, but real genuine reviews. And he couldn't fly. So Sonny, I'm uh, I'm waiting to get a time I can take. Uh take a week's vacation but i i've i have in the works for this year i'm going to be quite literally leaving my wallet at home i'm taking a trip to st kitts and st martin and i'm going to not take my wallet i'll just take you know one card in my backpack just in case but otherwise i'm going to be spending only bitcoin cash from the flight hotel food any kind of entertainment and that's going to be my week so i'm really i'm really excited for that yes and by the time you come You'll have ATMs all over St. Martin and St. Kitts. So, for for instance, you might want to go to some store. Actually, it doesn't exist that you cannot buy something with BCH, but you'll have ATMs there. Yep. But I guess this is the goal, right? To be able to to go almost everywhere with just Bitcoin Cash without being able to use uh, Fiat. It'll be quite interesting to see how far you can go there. Yeah, yes. I, I think that goal has pretty much been reached in, in St. Kitts, actually. I don't think it's an exaggeration, and I'd, I'd love Sonny's feedback, too, but I think there are more places that accept Bitcoin Cash now than don't, and that's that's pretty, pretty darn amazing. Yes, I agree. Uh, I mean, St. Martin and St. Kitts, actually. And the best part is these travel agencies that I posted yesterday and today, one is in India and one in St. Kitts, I mean, St. Martin, sorry. But they actually, you don't need to be living there in India or St. Martin because you can just send them money by address, WhatsApp, Telegram, whatever means, and get your tickets booked. And one of them is my my, my family member too. So it's, it's, both are reliable. Roger, in one, I just posted, you actually there with me in St. Martin when we onboarded them, KK Travels. Yeah, I, I remember and I saw that. And it's amazing. Like most of these people are using it as money. And I, I saw something, I don't know, Michael Saylor recently was saying like, don't ever use don't spend your Bitcoin or some nonsense like that. It's like the entire point is Bitcoin appeared to fear electronic cash system. Cash means that you use it as money. It's not something you just hold and never actually do anything with. So uh, it's really wonderful to see that in action here in, in St. Kitts and St. Martin. And uh, someday maybe I'll go to India with you as well, uh, Sonny, but people are using it as cash around here. Do you guys have a um, real estate firms that or any people that accept Bitcoin cash for real estate? In St. Martin? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I don't know about St. Martin, but in St. Kitts, uh, I've actually bought quite a bit of real estate using Bitcoin Cash as well. And uh, you, you won't have any problem on that front in, in St. Kitts. Oh, interesting. All right. I'm going to have to look into that because I've, I've been looking to acquire a place or two um, on one of the islands. So I will, I'm going to be looking into that. Thanks. I have actually listed them. Uh, so my wife actually owns a spa and we actually paid the lease rent from last month in BCH. So even in, in that one, Roger, you were there with the meeting with, with, with Elizabeth and Danny Sheris, you know, the people from Canada. Yeah, and yeah, you can pay I rent. And, like tons of landlords around here will take Bitcoin uh, cash for rent as well. And if anybody's interested in, you know, becoming a, a citizen of St. Kitts, you can do that for Bitcoin cash. Uh, if you visit passportsforcrypto.com, Bitcoin cash is the preferred crypto, but we'll take uh, anything of value. And you'll notice we have the Bitcoin cash logo right on the front page there of uh, passportsforcrypto.com. I love it. All the adoption there and then, you know, all the merchants accepting it, all the services accepting it. And then companies like 
like ours general protocols and I think Bitcoin.com and others who, uh, you know, pay in crypto as well, you know, all that, that whole economic loop gets closed. And then you start to have, you know, small economies that are just operating on peer to peer electronic cash. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of normal at, at, at this point in, in St. Kitts. Like it's not, uh, it's not out of the ordinary for people to be using Bitcoin cash. It's really fun to, to, to see that actually have happened now. So, and uh, from here, it's going to spread to the rest of the world. Thanks to Sunny mainly too. <laughs> no, I, I, passports for crypto.com. This is fantastic. I hadn't actually seen this before. I had seen the St. Kitts stuff, but okay. I'm, I'm going to get this out there on Twitter. I hadn't seen this. Yeah, thanks. So I'm, I'm the main guy behind uh, this website and I've partnered with another uh, local agent that'll process everything who loves Bitcoin cash as well. Um, but I, I haven't really started promoting the website heavily. We just put it online maybe a month ago, but uh, every I, everything can be done in Bitcoin cash here. So uh, including citizenship. Hey, Roger, I thought um, I saw you in like a year or two ago in a video with uh, some, some agent that did that helped people get citizenships and they also accepted Bitcoin Cash. Is this a continuation of that, or is this a um, uh, separate venture? No, they're, they're, believe it or not, there's multiple competing like processors or competing companies that help with citizenship here. All of them will take Bitcoin Cash. So t- take your awesome. pick, use use whoever you'd like for, for that. I sold two passports this month, Roger, with only Bitcoin Cash, by the way. One for one, two, and oh, wow. Actually, yeah, I'm sorry. You know what? Let, let's send our business Sunny's way. So Sunny is also... <laughs> no, no, I'm just telling you, I already did business. So... After I met Roger, it was just not about BCH. I'm very happy I met Roger because it's not about just BCH or crypto. It's also about I have a company and other companies. I'm actually paying my liquor supplier with BCH in Holland. I'm selling fast foods with BCH and we're paying rents with BCH. And a couple of times I'm actually surprised. We don't even talk dollars or rupees anymore. And the fun part is, I, I don't know if Aaron is listening to me or he's there, but we were ordering the vending machines. So he has a module where, and it's coming to send kids. So we're going to put a condom vending machine in one of the, the Buddha bars and and a, a beverage and a snack vending machine because the Sinkis airport sometimes has early morning flights and all the stores are closed and people want the basics like a beer. <laughs> there is common water and chocolate and something. And they can actually just scan it and it only works with BCH. So they, if they really next time want to go, they will have to just make sure they have a wallet and they can just use a vending machine using BCH. And I'm not sure what his Twitter ID is, but he just direct messaged me. Uh, John here in St. Kitts asked to be able to speak a little bit. He's one of the uh, hotel owners here in St. Kitts that's using Bitcoin Cash for everything. And uh, there's so many people in the group. I'm not sure what his Twitter handle is, but uh, he says he requested to be a speaker here. We should. It'd be great to. He doesn't talk much publicly, so it'll be great to to have him actually do that. And he owns a. Uh, I don't know, one of the bigger hotels here in St. Kitts, and he's using Bitcoin Cash all over the place. He's just been interested. He's the one who introduced me to Sonny, so I, I owe him a big thanks for that as well. So if we can find uh, him, I'd love to get him up here. I'm also trying to get uh, uh, Bitcoin Jason, or Jason Voss is trying to get in. Um, he says he's in the Hangouts, um, but I'm not seeing him in there. Um, CL or Sherry, can, uh, am, I, told, am I being blind? Or? No, is, he is, told me he's in. I don't see him either. I, I've been looking for him this entire time. I'm wondering if there's a fake Bitcoin cash hangout <laughs> spaces maybe that's being created. Um, but that's that's thrown me slightly. Um, okay. Press the button. You can talk. Let's see, Mark. So. So, uh, Roger, is uh, John, who owns the Royal St. Kitts? 
Yeah, that, that's him. I, I see him there as, as speaker. John, uh, you don't do much social media. Thank you for making some time for this one, too. Uh, we can't hear you, though, John, so maybe you have to do something else special. And while John, while John figures that out, I can inter introduce him a little bit. Ryan actually knows him as well. Ryan, go for it. Uh, yeah, I did get to meet him, and I encourage everyone to go visit the Royal St. Kitts. That's where actually I had the... The pleasure, after I saw everything that Sonny and Roger and Mark were doing out there, I went out to visit. And a beautiful hotel, great gym, great amenities, good restaurant inside. And uh, yeah, paid for that entire trip. Literally, Alex, you were saying you wanted to go with just your VCH. Uh, well, you can you can do that. After I saw everything they were doing out there, I took the trip and can vouch. And it really inspired me to see what they were doing to be so successful and uh, bring that over to Florida, which uh, I want to share more about. And, uh, and I was actually just finishing up an onboarding that I'll, I'll share with everyone as more people get in and uh, pretty exciting stuff down here in South Florida. Yes, um, I'm really, really excited to hear about that. Uh, seeing your Twitter, uh, your tweets um, made me really think, hey, I guess this is then uh, the exclusive uh, for everyone tonight. Um, yeah, so for everyone uh, out there, Ryan Giffen, he uh, ran a successful flip starter. Was that two months ago, Ryan? About that, yeah, about that. To get um, The goal was to get over 100 businesses onto the BCH network down here and uh, run some marketing campaign around it as well. And so far, we're about, I think, 30 to 40 percent there for the onboardings. And certainly, you know, I want to overshoot that number, too. And it looks like uh, that should be no problem with all, all the all the good feedback I've had. Wow, that's that's really great to hear. That's fantastic, and in such a short time. Um, and you were in Chicago, right, the other day with the National Association show? Yeah, so I I, I operate a um, uh, a business that sells products to the hospitality industry. That's what really inspired me after my trip out to St. Kitts. I saw that Sunny was in a B two B business, and it made it very easier, I should say, to onboard merchants. And I was like, well, what if I just ask all my other clients if they would accept ECH too? And uh, yeah, so I ran that flip starter and then my, my business takes me everywhere. I had a trade show there, but um, you know, I was there for my business. But I also wanted to speak to some of the bigger point of sale. Uh, yeah. There's a company here in the United States called Toast. Uh, of course, there's Square, a lot of other POS systems. And they all have you know, partner programs and they want to get involved. They have open APIs to help build and integrate more, which um, if anyone's useful at that, and I, I have spoke to some developers. I am speaking to some of their partner programs to help further integration for some businesses that really want to have it involved in their, their single POS. But of course, the Bitcoin cash register works perfectly and that's what we mainly use, but further integrations would only, you know, speed up the adoption. Yeah. Yeah, great. And um, see, so I see on your Twitter right now, you've got, um, you're invited to the Palm Beach Crypto and NFT conference next week on the 11th of June. Um, yes. What's yes, happening so now? I'll, I'll be speaking uh, and June 11th. Uh, if anyone is in South Florida or wants tickets, they gave me some tickets to give out. They usually, I've been to one of the events. They usually get a couple hundred people out there. So I really want to highlight what I've been doing, get more people educated on map.bitcoin.com where they can actually use their currency, use cryptocurrency in local business and local commerce. A lot of times when you talk to someone about crypto and you give them some, their first question is, well, what can I do with it, right? Yeah. So, uh, so the map is uh, very useful for that. Uh, Purse.io is always, you know, great for that. And I'll just get an opportunity. And, and I'm working to do more of that, get more involved in the community. I also, I also host, I'll announce here too, I, I host an annual golf charity event, which Roger was kind enough to speak at my event last year. And, yeah, so uh, this, this was great. I'll be, I'll be announcing the event this year. And actually, 
Uh, no one here probably knows this, but I, Rolando Bryson of St. Martin is going to fly in and be our guest speaker this year. So he'll speak wow. to my history about being the, the first uh, member of office uh, elected official to take his full salary in crypto and Bitcoin cash and the reasons for that. They kind of continue normalizing the conversation within you know, just, just the general public that this is a currency. This is an option for them. And look at it. Look how widespread it's becoming and talk about all the adoption adoption in the Caribbean and kind of really try to push for the event going on in November and try to help more people, you know, get fired up to go out there. I love how in within crypto, it's, it's so amazing that uh, Bitcoin Cash is one of the very few that has an answer to, okay, so what do I do with this, right? Oh, well, you use it. He uses this cash. You do whatever you want to do with it. I, I love how that's, uh, that's quite unique <laughs> to Bitcoin Cash and a few others. <laughs> and you know, the best part is, since you mentioned M- MB Bryson, he has a group now in Twitter, Satoshi's Caribbean, and he has the former Minister of Finance in the group, and he actually had an interview. For like 45 to an hour. Just started, right? I think we're, that good. I think we're good. Hey, John, we can finally hear you now. <laughs> I think your microphone's not China. muted. You're having a conversation inside the car. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't realize that. Yeah. He's, he's texting me. He's driving at the moment, too. Oh. He doesn't I'll, realize that uh, we're listening I'll into his private me. conversations as he drives. I'll mute his mic so that, oh, he's gone now. He'll probably be back. Okay, great stuff. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, hey, Mark, out of curiosity, uh, when can merchants, uh, if this is going to be a thing, when can merchants uh, start, you know, going through whatever application process or whatever it is so that they can have like their own little like booth at the uh, Bitcoin cash conference. Uh, It's going to be a little bit before we get to that. I want to make sure that um, we have the spaces locked down and contracts in place. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm not sure the exact date yet, but uh, one of the things we'll talk about today is some of the um, updates to the coming conference. Great. Yes, I have one merchant who I finally got the new products. Uh, onboard a merchant a little while ago. Weepcastle.com. Uh, they sell they sell uh, lamps that uh, are cut out of acrylic. They look awesome. They have nine, over nine hundred lamps. They just started accepting Bitcoin Cash, and it's the only currency cryptocurrency that they take. Uh, and they created two really cool Bitcoin Cash lamps, which I have both of them now. I just posted them on my Twitter yesterday because they just arrived. They look incredible. Uh, and they, this guy would love to be able to come down and show off his product at the booth. And the lamps are cheap, like 24 bucks. And, and, and Mark, my, my company would love to sponsor as well. I don't know if anyone saw. We actually went out to eat at a very good restaurant in Nevis called Indian Summer. And I spoke to the owner there and just said, hey, I own an equipment dealership. I sell like refrigerators to restaurants. And uh, we actually connected after that. And he bought two coolers for me in Bitcoin Cash. It was much easier than using a bank wire. And uh, I shipped him out more products to the islands and would love to sponsor and, and be, be a part of that. And uh, I think for international business, it makes so much more sense you know, than riding rails with bank wires and international transfers and currency swaps, all that. It, it's, it's a big thing for the, you know, my area in the state of Florida to do more business with the islands that way. So we'd love to sponsor, Mark. Just, just send a contact, Ryan, and I will post it. Technically, we know every single restaurant or other business personally in St. Martin, St. Kitts, that actually will need refrigeration from you. And believe me, everybody ships from Florida because of the freight forward and the easiness. You ship on a Friday, you get it on a Monday. It's basically like 
getting from your house, you know, it's, it's faster than getting from anywhere. And the guy's a very good friend of mine, Indian Summer. He just opened a place, two places actually, in St. Kitts. I was just uh, talking to them and we just spoke to Roger as well. So, yes, it's really nice that you visited there. Absolutely. Yeah, Sonny, we'll, we'll connect after the, the call and I'll, I'll share a little bit more information and uh, and just how we can. Yeah. Uh, what's the freight forwarder you, you use? OK, I use King Ocean, but I don't want to be on particular. But there are many, many, many companies. So there's Tropical, there's Carib Trans, there are 25. I, mean, I don't know who's listening, but there is, there's like 25, 30 of them. And uh, it's just easier when you use one for my company because it's we have like 20 businesses. So everything goes on one name. But irrespective of what freight forwarder you will get tons of business because unlike other countries like india where if my freezer the, something's wrong you i have guy coming changing the compressor putting gas st martin and st kitts you actually have to buy a new one because it's cheaper to buy a new fridge or refrigerator than, than than to get the part and wait for it etc etc so yes you will you actually do very well just send the flyer post them and i think it's going to be nice I think this is a great, great thing to do. I think um, I'd love to get Mark on the stage and talk about this a little bit. And what I what I really think is, is that uh, everyone should be coordinating um, as much as possible. Sunny, obviously, uh, uh, is a resident of uh, Kitts and Nevis and uh, has a lot of a lot of information there and has been involved very, very tightly. And I really would love to see everyone here who's excited about this cooperating together to make this an absolute sensation um so on that note if it's possible uh mark i see uh yeah mark here mark falzon uh if if people out there don't know uh mark describes himself he's a, a youtuber he's a crypto personality um it's certainly from what i've seen a bitcoin cash proponent and he is responsible for organizing the bch convention in st martin's it looks like uh so in november um although uh, as we've seen uh yeah, this this date now has, has maybe changed. So, Mark, how are you, dude? Hey, it's great to uh, see everyone and hi, everyone here. Um, yeah, the conference is shaping up. It looks like it's going to be in November. I'm going to have the exact date posted shortly. I just wanted to confirm with a few people behind the scenes because, as you guys know, we had a, a previous date and we're moving it a bit. But it should be around the same time. Um, great. So, uh, yeah, once we get everything finalized, we should be able to open the doors for um, people to um, book their events, uh, excuse me, book their rooms at the conference, get their tickets. And just this conversation between Sonny and uh, Ryan, I think, really illustrates the value of these conferences, which I never thought they were particularly interesting until I attended some uh, crypto conferences and saw just, just what can happen. So there's so many connections and opportunities and uh, things that really can only happen face to face. You know, these Twitter spaces and these conversations online are wonderful, but they just don't take the place of, uh, you know, obviously person-to-person uh, -person interaction. So absolutely, uh, I think that's really the value of this conference and why uh, it, it's just so important that we, that we have one in the Bitcoin Cash uh, community. So I kind of figured, um, you know, rather than wait for someone to put it on or I, I would just press the go button. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, and, and that's fantastic. I think everyone's so happy. Um, you know, a lot of people talk the talk, but very few people actually just do the, the thing that's required. And um, um, so thank you uh, from me. And I guess a lot of here, maybe everyone, I'm hoping. Um, Mark, what interests me about you? You describe yourself uh, as a crypto personality, um, but you, you are very active in the Bitcoin Cash community. And as you say here, you, you, you saw that the Bitcoin Cash uh, community could really benefit from a convention. So what made you uh, what made you do this and why are you so attracted to Bitcoin Cash? 
Mark, one minute, interrupting Mark. Mark is actually a great onboarder as well. He doesn't say it, but he onboarded yeah. many businesses in Saint Martin, the Jewish community, in Saint Kids, the coffee shop, the taxi drivers. Mark did a lot of onboarding as well. He assisted so, a lot. So, so Sunny, you're telling you're telling me that you didn't do this all on your own? No, 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 no. Mark was there. Okay, we need to change time. this. I, I, Mark helped me a lot. We went together <laughs> to a lot of places. So Mark did onboard a lot on his own as well. To be honest, so I'm not going to take all the credit. Well, Sonny is is the uh, the second coming of the Bitcoin Cash Jesus, so there's, <laughs> there's no dispute there. I'm, I'm happy to be a, a disciple under him. But um, with all that said, I'll, I'll say that, you know this conference I'm really excited about because there, there's a lot of great things. Uh, how can I put this? I partnered with a lot of great people to make sure that the conference uh, functions right. So I've never held a conference myself, but um, we're going to be partnering with Coin. A riot that's put on Bitcoin Cash conferences in the past, and also Joanne, who's been in some of my videos, uh, she uh, has held multiple conferences. She's an architect, and she's held uh, two architectural conferences so far. So, you know, there's a lot of planning and thought and effort that's going into this, and a lot of talented people. So, um, and of course, all the speakers and, and everyone who's who's coming is is just fantastic. But to answer your first question about why. I'm interested in doing Bitcoin Cash uh, specifically is I'm, I'm agnostic. I don't care what the crypto is. I really don't. I just want the crypto that works the best. Right now, in my opinion, there's no dispute. It is Bitcoin Cash. And I don't really see that changing. It could change. And if it does, I'll go over to whatever works better. But I, I really don't think there's anything that comes close to the utility, the usability of Bitcoin Cash as money for the world. And every day that goes by, it's so funny because I see people on Twitter put up these posts about you know, showing the, the price chart and all these things. And I just think about how I could care less what the price is. What I care about is the function, the utility of it. You know, if you cared about the price of Bitcoin in 2009, when Roger got involved, you wouldn't have to you would have missed everything it was the utility it was the it was the function of the coin as a better medium of exchange than what existed in that period of time that made bitcoin at that period of time a very um uh smart investment because you could foresee what the future held because it worked so well in its utility and right now in this moment of time if you apply the same um honesty and reflection that you would have applied in Bitcoin in 2009, 2010, then you, in this moment you would know that Bitcoin Cash is the coin. So I don't yep. know what it's going to be in 10 years or 20 or 50. And, you know, I, I like to say that I'm open-minded and um, I'll re-examine things as they go. But right now, I mean, it's Bitcoin Cash. So my goal is to get as many people using this currency as possible, using the, the skills that I have, Everyone has different skills and uh, it's, it's Bitcoin Cash. So I, I feel like putting a conference together to really encourage that is, is uh, a useful, uh, a useful um, uh, goal to aim yeah, for. Mark, I, I can also say, Mark, regarding utility, you know, uh, for those of us who are old enough, you go back to the dot-com bubble and uh, you look at all the speculation going on. It was, it was maybe fun for a little bit, but um the, the ones that actually had utility, right? Like if you had bet big on Amazon at that time, uh, you'd People be would have laughed at you. quite well today. 
<laughs> so uh, yeah, it's it's not uh, the utility is there, and it also means uh, when it comes to a money network that that is going to be the value of it. So uh, if anybody thinks long term about crypto and where it's going and what's going to be valuable, Bitcoin Cash is a ridiculously obvious choice. Absolutely, and I really I'm a big believer that price follows utility, um, but also that markets can be irrational on the short term. Um, and I, but you know, uh, for me personally, I see the price today, and uh, and I really, I see this as an amazing opportunity to be involved in something. Um, yeah, people say don't price isn't important, um, but I think at the current price it is today, relative to other cryptos, when you think of the utility of Bitcoin Cash, it's 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 good value, <laughs> definitely. I, I see John finally joined us again. Uh, he, for those that don't know, uh, his family's hotel was the first i think hotel in st kitts and is still one of the biggest uh hotels in the country and big employer and uh he's just been amazing on uh helping promote bitcoin cash and i see maybe the third time is going to be the charm he's already a speaker here maybe if he can unmute his mic and i'd love uh, for all of us to hear from john directly all of his own uh take on the bitcoin cash adoption happening here in st kitts hi john Hey guys, so sorry about that. Driving the southeast peninsula of the island doesn't have the best reception, so <laughs> I didn't think I was connected. If you heard anything, I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, I would love to just kind of start with, you know, what got me so interested. I was always kind of keeping my eye on crypto, but at the end of the day, the use case for St. Kitts we have a lot of challenges here that you don't face in the US, right? I grew up in Canada sending $100 to a friend via Venmo or any other trans is not an issue but sending a wire transfer to st kitts for the purchase of a condominium unit for example will take two to three days before it's received going through a u.s corresponding bank before it hits the local bank they will then do a due diligence um you know out of money laundering prevention which can take anywhere from three to five days to verify the sender and receiver where you have to provide supporting documents for any size transaction, not just a large transaction. So it's a real nightmare. Um, so doing my first BCH deal was so quick and easy that it was just eye-opening and we kind of dove head first, full bore into it. And I couldn't be happier. Um, Sonny and Roger have done an amazing job with the adoption on Island. Literally, I can spend my Bitcoin cash everywhere. I don't carry my wallet most of the time. Um, it's just be nice to get people aware of it. I don't think a lot of people are aware of the adoption that's happening down here and all the, uh, you know, headway that you've had, Roger, with the government as well and everywhere else. Yeah, and this is a great reminder for everyone that's interested in Bitcoin Cash and wants to help adoption. There are so many uh, videos and pictures of the adoption going on on Mark Farson's uh, Twitter, on Sunny's. Uh, we've got YouTube channels with uh, Bitcoin Jason, uh, who's apparently with us, but I can't see him. Make sure you retweet those uh, bits of information. Make make the noise there. Make it really clear what's happening in St. Kitts and Nevis, what's happening in St. Martin, what's happening in Townsville, because a lot of people aren't aware of this and think that crypto is just a speculative tool um, and not doesn't have a real use case. And, and if I could, I'll, I'll give a shout out now. Now in South Florida, there will, there will be 10 gas stations locally where you can fill up in Bitcoin. I'm out wow. onboarding actually today. That's great. Um, so it's actually a combination of gas stations and grocery stores, but there's a chain even further. But we're, we're starting with a pilot of 10 stores. And uh, this can go well. There's possibly hundreds of, of this that own uh, these gas stations. So on the map, starting Monday, Tuesday, everything should be up there. You'll see where you can go and uh, spend your Bitcoin cash. But like the basic utility of gasoline, you'll be able to fill up all you know all around Palm Beach County, Florida, Fort Lauderdale, and uh, to the North uh, Miami area. 
That's amazing, amazing work, news, Ryan. Yeah, and if I can ask uh, actually everybody on here, we have more than a hundred people on the hangout here right now. When we're done with this, for ten dollars, you can onboard ten people to Bitcoin Cash very easily. Like I think most of us have used the shareable link feature in the Bitcoin.com wallet. Send one dollar to ten of your friends that don't have any crypto yet, right? So send them each a dollar of Bitcoin Cash and explain to them, hey, here's how easy it is. So just use that shareable link, and if all of us in this call send one dollar to ten of our friends, it costs us each ten dollars, but we'll have 10 new people that's over a thousand new people using bitcoin cash just for from us doing that just like that like so easy so uh let, let's do that and great work ryan with the gas stations and everything else there uh yeah really it's looking a, forward to meeting you in person someday yeah and, oh, and roger i will also i got a brazilian jiu-jitsu gym in boca onboarding bitcoin cash too so if you do make the trip to florida you can get your gas here get your brazilian jiu-jitsu i got a grocery store over there for you in restaurants you're all set up roger i, I might have to move to florida it sounds so good <laughs> Yeah, Brian, I got to ask, is that the, the gentleman that we met? Um, yes. That, that, so, wow, that's amazing. Okay, so that's I'm, great. I'm kind of a disciple of Mark. Mark said he's a disciple of Sonny. So Mark was very helpful on educating me on what they were doing. Kids flew out to Florida to help me. And actually, the gentleman's name is Imad. Their, their family has a lot of, uh, uh, owns a lot of gas stations down here. And he's all about the cop. He wants to get more involved in the community as well. Um, so he's been following my work and he wants me to kind of be, wants to be a disciple of me. And this is just how, how it goes, how, how the network effect, you know, will continue to spread from all these different pockets of the world. And, and this is how we garner our market share. So, uh, you'll see there, there's Chevron's and mobile's, uh, gas stations that'll be onboarded. So some, some big names, some big corporations now that, you know, you can, you can buy the, the, the basic necessity of gasoline to power the economy and Bitcoin cash. Yeah, if that is amazing. Are, are willing, Ryan, let's do some uh, official press releases saying, hey, the Chevrons in South Florida or whatever area are taking Bitcoin Cash. And because I think that's Bitcoin Cash's biggest problem in the world is everybody knows the Bitcoin name, but they expect it with like new people expect it to work the way Bitcoin Cash does. And that's why all the adoption is happening on Bitcoin Cash. All the speculation is just happening on BTC, but it's because they expect it to work the way Bitcoin Cash actually does. So we need to really help get the word out about that. But uh, great work, Ryan. Absolutely. And this is this is what I think is uh, the point. There's a marketing missing. Um, I was looking at Sonny's latest videos from the M Mumbai conference. And this looks really nice, really slick. And if we could just pitch the sort of videography and, and uh, also Mark has obviously does some great stuff there with, with videos and pictures. If we could tie this with some great PR and marketing uh, to really make sure that people know what's what's available out there. I think this would help Bitcoin Cash hugely in the future. Well, we, we, we have, have some, so much. We have some news coming as well. Right? I didn't I hear that. Sunny, I'm sorry. Sunny, uh, sorry. I, I'll go. No, no, I'm waiting for him. There's, yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's so much grassroots adoption, and I want to reiterate what Roger said, which is, uh, you know, you can use the Bitcoin.com wallet to send, uh, you know, send BCH to somebody very easily with a link. Uh, that's built into the wallet and that kind of grassroots is is also amazing right because yep. people finally get it when they receive it and they say you know one of my family members said to me the other day like wait so okay i have bitcoin cash now and i can just spend it like money it's like yes yes that's exactly right you can just spend it like money and once people <laughs> receive it and they send it they finally get it they're like oh okay it's just it's just money yes that's right yeah so everyone that's wondering, this is Emergent uh, Reasons that's speaking, um, or John uh, Neary, is that is that correct? Correct. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Neary. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, President of General Protocols, um, an invited guest to talk today, uh, also with imaginary username. Um, it'd be really interesting to, to hear from you, actually, uh, John. Um, so both uh, of these guests were invited to talk about um, any hedge. I'm sure some people have heard about this. There's another side of Bitcoin Cash, what I feel is there's many interesting products uh, out there in development or have already been finished um, that are unknown or, un or less used um, so it'd be lovely if we could hear about this. Um, just a little bit of background information from uh, from John. So, and imagine a username. They've been involved in BCH Node and Cash Accounts and Cash Shuffle, even Flipstarter, um, which you know Mark Falzon and uh, Ryan Giffen both successfully uh, released uh, got their Bitcoin Cash funding via this. Um, and any hedge. Um, so yeah, guys, thanks for joining. Um, yeah, what time is it with you now, John? Oh, it's a uh... 3.30 a.m. Lovely time <laughs> for vampires. We, this is when we operate. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, thank you for being here. It's, it's really awesome. I, I appreciate it's very early or very late, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> but it's, it's really lovely. Um, so, yeah, maybe you could just talk a little bit about uh, general protocols. Um, I know, know very little. It was founded in 2019. It'd be great to hear, you know, who, you know, how was it founded? Why was it founded? What was, like, the mission when you came together? Yeah, just yeah, before, I'll, I'll just before you say something, short. emergent reasons, can I just say yeah. to the room, um, I know that there are a lot of people wanting to come up. We're not being rude. We've just run out of space. So if you can just wait and we'll recycle people in a bit, just so people who are asking for the mic know that uh, they'll have their turn, but it's just a matter of time. Please go ahead. Yeah, okay, thank you. So I'll try to keep it short. We uh, we started General Protocols back um Okay, a, a little small bit of backstory. Um, if uh, if Bitcoin BTC had uh, continued on its original trajectory of adoption and building and so forth, um, I think General Protocols would have been founded probably five, six years ago. But um, a lot of mess happened with BTC and uh, uh adoption, building, all these things got delayed for quite a long time. But um, uh, soon after the, the Bitcoin Cash upgrade, when we got back on track onto the actual peer-to-peer -peer cash, uh, you know, money for the world, building a global economy on an alternate alternate money that uh, that uh, is, isn't based on, you know, the, the global fiat standard. Once all that got back on track, that's when... Uh, a handful of, uh, you know, peer-to-peer -peer cash uh, advocates, we got together and we we're like, well, it's time to start profiting and, and building business, right? So so we built uh, general protocols and we said, well, what's, what's something that needs to be done? What's a particular thing that needs to be done that's valuable? And uh, that was uh, stability, right? Uh, purchasing power stability, because uh, while everything is growing, there's, there's a lot of uh, instability in prices and, and volatility. So that was the origin of any hedge. Was uh, and if I can you ask know, you to being able to use money possible because a lot of the people on call won't won't realize that. In fact, I was explaining any hedge to to John and Sonny the other day too. They're like, you can do that. So please uh, spend a minute <laughs> and explain to everybody like how amazing of a useful tool this is for for the world. All right, sure, absolutely. So yeah, so we realized that that you know that volatility is a problem for everybody. It's a problem that that that. that uh, that everybody faces and, and a lot of uh, new adopters um, uh, struggle with. So, so AnyHedge is specifically aimed at that. And it's just a smart contract built on Bitcoin Cash 
and the smart contract allows uh, speculators and uh, people like merchants or businesses who don't want that, that kind of price volatility to, to trade that volatility. And so effectively what it means is a business can accept, uh, you know, $100 for a purchase uh, in, in, in terms of Bitcoin cash. So they receive the Bitcoin cash and rather than uh, just holding it and letting the price go up and down and they might be worried about it, they can put it into this smart contract. And at the end of the smart contract, they get out $100 of, of Bitcoin cash and, and they don't have to worry about that stability. So it's just a smart contract that allows people to, to get stability. They don't have to worry about uh, price going up or down. Um, and, and some people want that, right? Businesses want that or uh, uh, people like general protocols who, who maybe want some, some kind of stability for the, for the purchasing power. But other people, speculators, which there are a lot of, they, they want that volatility. They want to be able to bet long on, on BCH and, and they understand that the price is going to go up. So they want to accept that volatility. So if hey, I can summarize that for, for you, though, that means you can accept Bitcoin Cash for payments if you get $100 worth of Bitcoin Cash. No matter what the price of Bitcoin Cash does, if it goes up or down, it doesn't matter. When you're ready to go and spend your Bitcoin Cash, you can get back $100 worth of Bitcoin Cash. But you're not trading into a stable coin. You're not giving up custody of your funds. You're not doing anything. It's like uh, other than a smart contract on the actual Bitcoin Cash blockchain that allows you to have the same fiat value worth of Bitcoin Cash at a future date that you have today. So like, I'm sure all of us would have liked to have done that today compared to like a month ago. Um, <laughs> and, and Roger, you made a, an interesting point there. So instead of swapping it out to a stable coin, and I would really like to, uh, to hear this and also for people that are unaware of any hedge, what benefit does it have in using any hedge in locking in that value as opposed to swapping out for your uh, Tether or, or Luna <laughs> dollar? <laughs> Well, yeah, let's, let's leave Luna by the side because that has uh, so many downsides. It's that's kind of a... No, I, I think a that's a perfect example, man. though. Everybody thought Luna's UST was safe and they were in a stable coin and they're not going to lose their value. And then yeah. they did. Whereas I think that this smart contract on Bitcoin Cash to maintain your value, I think that that's probably significantly safer than... Certainly safer than UST turned out to be and uh, potentially safer than these other stable coins out there. Any, any thoughts on, on that front, please? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was all built into what we were looking for when when we made it was was to solve that. Let me ask a, a uname, imaginary username, to to speak to that. Um, what are the, the benefits compared to stablecoins? Because there's a lot. Um. So, uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. we can hear you. Yeah. So, uh, it so it is important to uh, note that uh, any hedge is not a be all end all solution. It's not like okay, I throw in any hedge and then uh, it's completely superior to stablecoins in all aspects. It it, it is stablecoins has a big advantage in that it is very easily understandable. But stablecoins, because they maintain a peg as a currency, it they have inherent risk. Uh, in terms of maintaining that peg, and maintaining that peg is a very difficult job. We have just seen, as uh, you guys have all said, uh, you know, a very, very big stable coin that everybody trusted and everybody stood behind just failed to maintain a peg. Um, and uh, that is a thing that is going to happen over and over and over and over again. And furthermore, you know, you have a stable coin um, that is uh, so the algorithmic stablecoins can often lose their peg. And I would even say that eventually they will, they will all do that. 
um, while the custodial stablecoins have a different set of risk. Um, the custodial stablecoins have a custodian, and uh, you put money in it, you you tr- you have immense trust in the guys who are issuing the stablecoin, and uh, you know we have already seen that happen in the in the past that USDT can just go out and blacklist your coin, and then you are completely done. There's nothing you can do about it. So, um, any hedge, you know, you in any hedge, uh, we can abstract uh, abstract a lot of the complexity, but essentially, you know, you trade some of the easy to understand. Oh. Oh, I have USDT. It looks just like USD. We don't have that anymore. You trade that to gain other benefits in that, okay, every contract is on its own. You can't, you cannot have this thing where any hedge fails. Any hedge is a bunch of, it's a whole vast collection of contracts. They don't just off, you know, um, if the price drops a lot, you get, uh, the long gets liquidated and then you go find some other contract. There is no such thing as, Failing a peg, that concept doesn't exist anymore. So it's a it's a very it's a very different way to uh, offload your risk. And uh, at General Protocols, we believe that that is a good way forward. And you get you know you get to hold all your Bitcoin Cash, and you don't need to trade in for some other unknown pieces of risk. So yeah, yeah, I really want to reiterate that at, at the core of it, right? There, there's no such thing as the peg. Uh, there's just the contract that you made with somebody. Um, and uh, you get the stability out of that contract. There's, there's no question about it. At the end of it, you're going to get your value out of it. So this, this is a no... huge thing. I mean, this is uh, something that could really benefit merchants when accepting um, Bitcoin Cash, for example, in, in India now or in uh, Kits and Nevis and so on. And my question is, how then can people use this? I went onto your website and uh, it, there's a give it a, so for everyone that's listening, anyhedge.com. You can go here and learn about this. And there's uh, it says they want to give it a spin and that it's coming soon. So, yeah, how can we use this? Um, yeah, yeah. So so this goes back to that uh, thing that I said about the, the Bitcoin trajectory that just all got disrupted back in the, the block size wars and all of that. Um, so we're finally getting back on that. And there's a ton of infrastructure to be built. So that's all coming out right now. General Protocols has been working on that for a very long time, building okay. a ton of infrastructure that's going to support everybody in, in Bitcoin Cash and everybody who wants to use peer-to-peer electronic cash. And so and the, the first thing that we're going to publish on that will probably be coming out next quarter called BCH Bull. And okay. that's going to allow people to go ahead and use, uh, uh, make these contracts where you can uh, get stability in your wallet or get stability for, um, uh, for a merchant. Uh, you know, like somebody like BitPay could use this to to uh, do stability without having to swap out to fiat or some other types of uh, uh, risk. Um, yeah, so speaking of, of these sorts of tools, year. though, like may, maybe a potential user of it. I, I see we have the CEO of Go Crypto uh, just joined as well. Dejan uh, is here. And then we also have Minister of Parliament uh, Rolando from uh, St. Martin. Like, uh, I, I'm going to drop off the speaker list, but continue to listen. But like so many amazing people and entrepreneurs in here. So, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but, but Roger, before before mm-hmm. you go, I actually have a question for you, because for me, I see uh, an opportunity here. And um, maybe it's being unreasonable or is it imaginable to, to think of any hedge being integrated into the Bitcoin.com while using CoinFlex Exchange as uh, the liquidity? Is this something that's just nonsense or is this something that is potentially feasible at some point in the future? 
to me, that sounds fantastic. I think it's a better question for the people building the actual tech. So the, the any hedge guys would have to mention that. But also maybe Go Crypto will want to be able to use that sort of thing too, where they can still hold the, the BCH, but then get back the same dollar value or euro value of the BCH when it's time to go and make a payment. But my, I would love to be able to see if people accept Bitcoin Cash into their Bitcoin.com wallet, and then optionally, they can just lock it to the value of whatever fiat, but without having to convert to a stable coin or something else. And when they're ready to spend, they just unlock it back to BCH and they have the same fiat value and they send their BCH and then they lock it back, uh, the, the remaining balance in their wallet back to the, the fiat value. And then people that don't want to be exposed to any of the volatility don't have to be exposed to it. It's all permissionless. It's all, you know, the users are in charge of their own money. I would love to see that be built. Uh, but I, I think that that's probably quite a bit of engineering to get that done. But I think that would be fantastic to see that be the case. And Rocha. last question uh, uh, before you head out. Uh, you mentioned a press release. Do you want me just to send you an email? Is there anyone else I should direct uh, uh, what I've been doing to? Or what's the best way to get that out there? Um, I, ideally, I'd love you to. There's companies that handle press releases. I'll, I'll even pay you the money for it, too. They charge something for it. But then there's a good chance you can get syndication all over the world uh, if it's an interesting enough story there. Uh, and usually okay. they, they charge they charge a bit of money for that, but uh, I think this is interesting enough. Like a gas station chain across you know South Florida is now taking Bitcoin Cash. Uh, to me, that's exciting, and I, I hope the rest of the world will find that to be exciting as well. And yes. I, I'm not disappearing from the call. I just wanted to make room for for people other than myself to speak. Yeah, and as 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 Roger steps off, I wanted to to double down on on the thing that he said, which is you know of course it depends on the engineers to to implement whatever in the wallets and so forth, but. But hidden in that is a really, really interesting point, and that's the uh, permissionless nature, right, of the Bitcoin Cash uh, blockchain and people being able to spend money without having to ask anybody permission. The censorship resistance is incredible because what you can do there, once we have uh, any hedge set up and uh, wallets are using it, they don't have to create an account with somebody. They don't have to create an account with PayPal or with their bank or with somebody else. All they have to do is have Bitcoin Cash, and then they know the protocol, that's the reason our company is called General Protocols. They, they know the protocol, how to work with any hedge, then they can do that. They can just, you know, follow the rules of the any hedge protocol, set up a contract, and they don't have to have an account with anybody. There, there's no need to, to set up something, to give somebody your email, to give somebody your KYC information, whatever. You just set up these contracts, you get stability. And, you know, you're kind of free from, from a lot of the, uh, the legacy finance, uh, financial system. And so how Can does one go question? about in investing uh, in general protocols? Because this sounds like a great thing. <laughs> uh, send me a, a tweet. <laughs> send me a private <laughs> message on Twitter. <laughs> it's a private company still. Could I just ask a question? Bitcoin Jason here from Australia. Go ahead, um, man. Great to hear from you. Yeah, I had to. I figured out I had to go on my mobile phone to um, join in to the conversation. I just want to ask Roger and those that are good with economics. Um, I'm worried about this, like Flex USD and um, like um, stablecoin type functions, that it would actually have a negative effect on the BCH price because I just was accidentally went on a call. Um, that's on at the same time, and they are basically um, they basically um, dumping on us, calling us scammers and stuff like that because the Bitcoin Cash price is low. Um, not that if it worries me because I live off it, so I, I'm cost average my spending and earning. 
but these guys, you know, they're dumping on us. And I'm just, just, just curious, would that have effect on price? Is that why Bitcoin Cash price is not performing as well? Because people are changing it into Flex USD and that sort of stuff? No, like maybe I can jump in into this one. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's it's eight nine 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 p.m. over here in Slovenia. I'm I'm just uh, having my kid in a back bath bathtub. So it's um. Look, let me let me just um give you a quick feedback on this one. You know, when we first uh, met Roger and the whole BCH thing and 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 the whole peer to peer idea, uh, the the only questions that was asked from our side was, does it work? Can you do it instantly? Can you do it on chain? Um, how does it really work? Uh, can you open a wallet without a KYC? Uh, is it an oxoil? And, and the thing, through all these years, the the system works. It works. Like uh. there's a bunch of other chains, and however, and we are really having thousands of thousands of thousands of transactions, but it simply works. So that's why we're continuously pushing off the adoption of BCH. Uh, but when it comes to CoinFlex, listen, guys, let me give you an idea we're working on. And I know I should not say this now, but, you know, as, uh, because Roger is here, uh, I, I know he's going to support me. Like one of the great ideas that we're building right now is a, is a pilot that we're trying to create uh, in multiple countries where we are trying to create our own scheme. And the scheme would look uh, similar as Visa and MasterCard. But in a way that the exchange would be the issuer of the card, well, the exchange can be, of course, it has to be custodial at this at this point. But in this way, we can start slowly eliminating the middlemen in the process of payments, the acquirers, the issuers, the schemes, whatever. And eventually, these schemes that are that we are now introducing to everybody, how these these schemes going to work, where Visa and Mastercard won't be anymore the main players in in between are hooked to the exchange into a stable coin because the merchant doesn't want to be exposed um, you know, on the risk side, but not because he doesn't want to be, but because of the regulations in many cases where he, because the accounting and the whole reporting thing, they need to have the amount of money they required. They need to have it in their books. So we're just the, the CoinFlex and this whole connection, uh, it's been created because we need to, showcase how it's going to work in real life through the scheme and the bch will be definitely the chain that is going to be used to you know to move the money peer to peer and then the merchant will decide what kind of currency they want to have what kind of currency they want to stick to are they getting rewarded for that or however but just think about if if they're now we have coinflex we have go crypto we have bch if we can manage to create the scheme together a showcase that's actually happening right now i think we're really disrupting the whole payment infrastructure how it is built today i, I know giga will talk more about it uh, later on in, in this upcoming weeks but um but yeah I, I i think there's a bright future um for for the whole community and i don't even care about the price uh, because in the end the usability of the whole product and the whole project is going to you know define is there real value or not for those that are wondering, um, forgive me for my pronunciation, this is uh, Diyang uh, Roljic. Uh, he's the founder and uh, CEO of Go Crypto. 
which enables crypto payments um, uh, worldwide. So absolutely fantastic answer there. Um, thank you very much. And yeah, I, 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 uh, Jason, does that answer your question? Uh, not, not really, because you're still converting it into a uh, fake. It does in it does in a way because I, I I handle a lot of merchants that that is a prime issue. Like when a when the customer base is say below five percent, they can they can sort of handle that. They can wear that. But one of our large large players here said, you know, um, more and more. Um, transactions with BCH, he's going to seriously reconsider what he does because it affects what you say with the books. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just worried that um, because what what we do here in Australia, we we don't convert to any currency. We keep the coins circulating within the community, uh, and we try and encourage that. So, if I find a merchant that needs a supplier, say you know, coffee beans, I'll go and hunt down a coffee bean supplier and try and get them onto Bitcoin Cash to try and keep it circulating. Um, and so we have some underwriters here, um, people uh, with money that would like to buy Bitcoin Cash and they buy directly from the merchants. That's one way we sort of cheated away from putting it back on the exchange. So, yeah. Um, I, I can speak to that a little bit, Jason. So... Uh, for example, with any hedge, um, that's a smart contract on Bitcoin Cash Chain that achieves stability of whatever purchasing power. If you want to get your purchasing power in gold or silver or U.S. dollars or Indian rupees or whatever the hell it is you want, uh, you can do that. And, and what that means is all that uh, value activity, all of that is happening on the BCH chain, right? So that is activity that's going to increase the value of the chain and the utility of the chain. Right. So that's one of the great benefits of any edge. But then with, with the stable coins, they're, they're still excellent. Um, and, they, and they have their own uh, benefits and drawbacks, right? So FlexUSD is pretty amazing in that uh, you, you can get into that. And uh, it's very focused on Bitcoin Cash. They reinvest in the Bitcoin Cash ecosystem. So yeah, I'd say at least uh, there's there's several options that are going to uh, make it useful for for merchants and uh, yeah anybody who is interested in stability. There's there's now multiple options for them. It's great. Mm. Yeah, well, unfortunately, Go Crypto is not available in Australia, um, but you know that hasn't stopped us from here. We, we do have to speak later though about yeah. this. Very important. I don't want to disturb in the whole conversation but i think we need to have a personal conversation after this space i would love sure. to do that and the onboarding will go maybe times 100 if really i don't know i'm not tech i don't know how that smart contracting really works but if there's a way people get 100 rupees today and it'll be 100 rupees and not 99 tomorrow uh, week 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 i mean deal <laughs> <laughs> all right Yes, def definitely have this conversation. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, this is Jason Voss uh, working in Townsville. Um, Jason is an invited guest today. Um, really glad you're here, Jason, and you finally figured out how to get spaces working. Yes, <laughs> you, 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 yeah, you've got to do it from your cell phone. You can't do it from your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> because Ryan, Ryan, Ryan said he has gas stations, a whole chain. So we have gas stations already. I don't know which other countries still have... Uh, I have to ask uh, uh, Bitcoin Jason if you have any gas stations accepting, but Sinkis has already one, Navis has one, 
to the Seoul, and one of them in Nevis has Seoul and Delta both. And and the biggest worry is that their margins are so little that they don't even accept credit card. But of course, it's a small island. We know them. We're working out this together. But how 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 is that uh, trick of the trade, Ryan? Explain to me. I'll I'll run that in India. <laughs> how how do we work that out? But of course, if this whatever stability is working, where they can do the smart contract. Uh, I'm actually working on a very big company that will. <laughs> I, I should not even say it, but it's gonna it's in the works. If that agrees, we'll have one million collection centers in India, and and it's it's in. The, they are more than happy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just to confirm, what one million? One million, yes, one million. Because it's it's electricity, it's gasoline, like gas, uh, the house, whatever we call it, the the gas for the house, cooking gas, the telephone company, and I was just not able to meet them for personal reason, but I'm meeting them this week. But if that really it works, and we can work out something where the money, if they get two hundred rupees or five hundred rupees, because the average electricity gas bill in a in a in a see India has India has a lot of classes, so you have. Uh, and and like Roger said, BCH is for we all say BCH is for everyone. So the average bill is between six US to ten US, uh, that that particular side, and then it goes up to of course thousand US. But if that assurance can be given, and as a non-tech point of view, uh, then wow, it is just uh, un unbelievable. I don't know what is coming next for BCH, <laughs> and that's without any stable coin transfers. You said. Sunny, I I, I just I wanted like to, to tell I just wanted to Sunny, okay. I just wanted yeah. to tell you great job for Saint Kitts and Nevis and all the the hard work you're doing. I was over there guys at Saint Kitts and the great thing is uh Sunny and Roger they set up a huge network of of merchants accepting BCH and they don't even worry about the volatility because they they don't have cards, they're unbanked and it works. Like if you have an option to fly over to Caribbean and just have some fun and and by the way spend BCH wherever you want and see the real adoption that that's the way to go. Um, so I mean, may, maybe the the next big thing, uh, Sunny, that that with the scheme is gonna come is we'll be able to issue a card. So because the distribution of the wallet sometimes is a problem for the for the user, and now we will issue a card on our own scheme. The scheme will be called whatever. And it will be hooked to the exchange directly, and it's going to work on the network. So you don't even have to have, uh, you know, internet connection or whatever to to really nail it. Um, so it's it's good, good job, Sunny. Good job. Well, thank good you, job. thank you, thank you, thank you. And 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 you know what? It's 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 everywhere. I think this is a problem that everybody might be facing, or I don't know exactly if everybody's there listening or speaking. But yes, if we can find find that where. A general merchant. So, like for example, we just onboarded one of the biggest hospitals in India. It has more than 50 specialist doctors, six stories of everything. And when I was called to onboard them, the owner is my best friend. But being a best friend did not help because he had his auditors, his chartered accountant, and like in a conference room, 20 people asking me questions. And I'm like, wow, I need Mark or Roger with me this time. But we managed to get all the answers done and get them onboarded. And this is just the first move. We have schools already. We have, and India is, India is something that is more looking forward to to adoption. And if India really starts, there is no limits to it. I mean, billions of one point four one point four billion people. And exactly. We've got and how many, there, how, so. how, how many? How many merchants, man? And and it's not yeah. just me. If you see the map, people are actually just onboarding. The, the the first meetup we did for the merchants, we had to lock it for two hundred 
for for budget for the, for the area for the location because uh, if 1000 people come then you cannot we gave a wallet to everybody because when you come in obligation was download a wallet get two usd and then it was free drinks but you have to go and pay 20 rupees so you have to pay like 10 cents tip every time you want to get a, a, a drink a food you pay a tip to the bartender so they get to use the actual the merchants actually saw how it works how efficient it was and we made it entertaining so it was really nice and after that i have a list of merchants that i cannot cope up with to onboard that's important That's yeah. important for meetups because that's exactly what I did down in, on the Gold Coast. Um, I fought tooth, tooth and nail to get a struggling um, cafe on board, organised a meetup. Thanks to Satoshi Angels for sponsoring me and giving me merch, I was able to um, have a really good display. Um, 13 people came to my first very own meetup and they were all buying with Bitcoin Cash. um and those that didn't have bitcoin cash bought some bitcoin cash off me and bought bought their food with it and and his name was sunny too by the way um and he absolutely loved it and he and by the end of the meet up he decided to keep it keep the bitcoin cash so that was a positive I mean, Indian, experience Indian Indian love Indians and Chinese are born gamblers so it's very <laughs> it's not it's not difficult to convince an indian merchant listen it's bitcoin cash today's 200 it might be 180 or 220 they're like hey hey we want to keep it as bitcoin cash we don't even want fiat anymore because they love that gambling part it's in the blood so it's it's but corporate companies are different for accounting if they get 2 2000 rupees how will they define it's not about less even if it's 2200 rupees for example even 1 dollar more how does the accounting define for it so that that that's where the the whole solutions are being made but yes uh, uh, still they're going forward still there is multi multinational companies coming in in india they are actually showing very very positive signs to accept it and boom yes there is there are laws they are saying about crypto about about the capital gains but they are not even saying it right so if you explain to the person right and there is everything is on paper from the ministry from the whole finance things the taxation laws it's so clear to them it's just about it takes time it's not like a one man onboarding in the islands it takes hours but yes we did it and uh, it's it, everybody can see it so now especially if uh, when when somebody just mentioned please go, uh, go to the islands to see st kitts and st martin and the caribbean how they are uh, functioning please buy your tickets don't start buying your tickets with credit card buy it with bch start your journey with bch we have travel agents websites accepting bch so when you start your journey start it with bch Hey, I wanted to mention a tangent to that. Um, so this is all merchants and uh, retail and people, you know, doing commerce and business, and it's amazing. And I just wanted to mention another thing since you mentioned the hospitals and and medicine people using Bitcoin Cash. There's a, a Sakib Noor and a, a tweet that I just put out about one dot surgery. If you want to go to the website, and uh, they have created a new uh, form of uh, scientific and medical publishing, which he chooses the It uses the traditional model of, of publishing, but it's all very low cost. It's very global. Anybody can access the material. All you have to have is a tiny amount of Bitcoin Cash to get through the paywall. And then once the paywall is paid down, and it's very cheap, it's like forty, fifty, hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin Cash. Once that's all paid down, then the whole world has access to that material, as opposed to the current model, which uh, has everything. It's 
uh, all locked up behind these very expensive paywalls that are there forever. So yeah, Bitcoin Cash is being used there in medicine uh, for, for people on the ground. It's also being used for research and uh, uh, scientific publish publications as well. Um, there's just too many things and to for, talk about. And for Ryan and Mark and, and, and you yourself, uh, recently we had an APK update and I was really tense about how would we actually do it because sometimes we have we are giving a cash register app or the people are actually not downloading it from the Play Store. But yesterday in St. Martin, the team discovered you can just go to the merchant and send a Bluetooth and the APK just updates by itself in less than seconds. Mark, did you even know about that, Orion? Because you have been giving some uh, instruments too for the cash register app. So later we'll discuss about it. It's amazing. It's one stress-free for the onboarders. Sorry, guys. We just got rugged in the other room. We lost internet connection. So if you can just give us a minute to reorganize ourselves, that'd be wonderful. Just waiting for a few other people to jump in. And we've lost our main host. The CBDC got him. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I think it's the CIA. Uh, I don't remember who who was speaking last or what they were talking about. Um, I, I think Mark was really hoping to to have uh, some words and talk about the conference and other things going on with with Bitcoin Cash and other. Yeah, let's get Mark. Can we can we get other people to send invites to people who might have dropped off? Yeah, send some. Yeah, I'll retweet it as well. A few other people to jump in. And we've lost our main host. The CBDC got him. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I think it's the CIA. Uh, I don't remember who who was speaking last or what they were talking about. Um, I, I think Mark was really hoping to to have uh, some words and talk about the conference and other things going on with with Bitcoin Cash and other. Yeah, let's get Mark. Can we can we get other people to send invites to people who might have dropped off? Yeah, send some. Yeah, I'll retweet it as well. Hey, Sherry, if you could add the hashtag for Bitcoin Cash and maybe even Bitcoin too to the the meeting, that'd be great. Good suggestion. I was just in a hurry trying to get the room back up. So here we go. Um... Sonny, you were talking about a, a link that you're sharing with people that gives them the register app, or were you talking about the oh. shareable link? 
No, I was actually saying that uh, when when the update came out, uh, especially with the l l landscape mode, and and of course b once before, it, it is basically now what we have onboarded around 500. But this year it'll be 5,000. It's going to be impossible to reach everybody physically or by WhatsApp or any means to actually say there's an update because it just doesn't work sometimes. Uh, I don't know if the developers can work where when the update comes, yes, it comes. But if you don't update it yet, don't stop the cashless wrap because technically if you go and buy and some of them just because you start accepting BCH doesn't mean there's a line of BCH spenders tomorrow, right? They might not get somebody for a week, for a day, for a month. And if some client goes and wants to pay with BCH, then they realize that the cashless wrap is actually not working. And it uh, it just shows on the red tick mark. But now uh, what we did is we wanted to physically go to every uh, merchant and tell them there's an update. And I was thinking we have to take the phone, we have to uh, connect uh, like to the new APK, download it. But no. There's a Bluetooth way. You can do it in seconds. You just go there and you just say, hello, there's an update. Hold on. Just accept it. And boom, the APK updates. You don't have to change the password, the settings, the address. Did you know about it? I just learned about it yesterday and I was so happy. So the, the application doesn't prompt like to notify you there's an update available. You just have to no. go back. Uh, I, go I, don't, I don't know what you did. So when you when you gave that tablet away, didn't, didn't you use the APK for Android? Yeah, I, I, uh, well, I this morning I went in. I, I needed to create more POS terminals, so I just went in and I went to the Play Store and got to whatever this newest update. So it must be the most current version. But... No, so the thirty people that you onboarded, you have to go back to them physically and make sure that the application is updated. Otherwise, that cashless wrap is not going to work. And if yes. any of them gets a guest, a guest, uh, I mean a, a client that wants to pay with BCH, problem. And the problem is not with you. The problem is not with him. The problem is the app needs update. But easier part now is I, I was just speaking to Roger, where we can all come up with a solution with a common Play Store app password and create it where when we when we download the app, it will be just updated automatically. But for those who already have the APK, like we have already given the instruments or they have it via APK and wanted to stay anonymous, they can actually, you can actually go to them and do the update with blue via Bluetooth. It takes a few seconds. I will send you details. I did not know until like a few hours back myself. Because uh, Sonny, I went to eat at a restaurant that I onboarded probably like six weeks ago last night. I, I didn't even know that, and I paid no problem in Bitcoin Cash. But I'll, I'll definitely yeah, through, through, a, through a cashless wrap. Yeah, I, I, I can give yeah. a, a quick summary. So on some of the Bitcoin Cash register apps, on some versions of Android. There's a Wi-Fi connectivity issue, whereas when you close the app and reopen it again, it doesn't know that it's connected to Wi-Fi or it's not connected via in the app. And so this latest update to the app fixes that issue, so you'll always get the notification on the terminal, whereas before, sometimes it wouldn't give the merchant notification that payment had been received, even though you know, the payment's still working fine, but they wouldn't get notification using the Bitcoin Cash Register app. So the latest update fixes that. But most of these tablets, we just downloaded the APK directly, and so, like, it won't update to the latest version automatically. So we had to send someone around. But apparently, Sunny says there's a way you can, I guess, just airdrop via Bluetooth to the, the tablet stuff. Yes, I yes, yeah. and the team in Saint Martin is doing it. But, but Ryan, question: So when you onboarded any of your businesses, when you gave them a tablet or whatever instrument, how did you did you let them do it with the uh, with their Play Store or App Store, or did you pre-download like me and Mark? 
we pre-downloaded the app. So when we gave it to them, all we did is scan it, change it to the local currency they need. For example, St. Martin needs NAF, India needs rupees, and that's it. Have you done that APK when you give that? I, I, I pre-set it up as well for them. I just gave them it. With okay. The right so I'm very shocked that you actually, you, you're very lucky that it worked, but you should test the other ones because the last thing we want is is someone goes and pays. So it's it's nice. Look, today's only 30, so it's easier. But tomorrow you'll reach 300 and, and, and the solution we'll find out is how we will manage to get it. Maybe the best way is to do a common Play Store password. Of course, we'll discuss it later, but it's very important because... Uh, for a merchant, it's very difficult to onboard, and when you onboard them, and they will get somebody paying with BCH, and it doesn't go through, that that's not going to be the best thing. Yeah, yeah but I think I think if, if we're going to have a long-term solution, that nothing like this, where even going around having to update an application via Bluetooth, that's not going to be effective. It should really be getting these merchants to take this device, put it under their own Play Store account or whatever else, or yeah, the, find a way to have the application notify, hey, there's an update, download it here, press this link if you're going to install it without a Play Store account. We cannot have a solution where we always have to go around because, God forbid, there's some kind of issue when Android updates and there's an issue or the application, whatever that's else that's happens. That's what I said. That's what I said. Today's 30 in Florida. We did around four, 500. It's, it's, we can still do it. But by the year end, I know, we're going to be 5,000. Then what's the, what's the, so we have to make maybe a common Play Store account for BCH merchants with a common password. That password will just give them access to update the app. And that's it. At least they will get a prompt, you know. Roger has I, this. I, Roger. I, don't think, I don't think that people are going to be very happy with a common Play Store account because they're going to worry about whatever else, especially if that account gets... No, th this is a dedicated device. So it's, it's not like they're using it for their other stuff. We're, we're giving them like cell phones or tablets for that. So they, they don't have their, any other personal stuff. They just use it for receiving Bitcoin cash payments. Talking about bugs. Uh, yeah, sorry about the dropping out of the um, the last basis. It does seem like uh, Android uh, phones have an issue with Twitter and Twitter spaces. So um, an upgrade is planned uh, to the uh, iOS system, um, although I'd like to wait uh, <laughs> until the new versions, uh, new phones are coming out. Otherwise, it's not really an upgrade. Up until that point uh, in future, someone with an uh, iPhone device, Sherry has kindly uh, offered to do this will host these spaces meetings um, because this is now two meetings and the same thing has happened twice so it wasn't um, yeah wasn't uh, it definitely seems to be a, a pattern there forming um, I'm quite wary of time uh, sorry to cut in there what I do notice uh, there's still a couple of people a couple of guests um, they've been invited and um, haven't uh, had a chance to speak or haven't uh, been properly introduced uh, Jason uh, you had a, a great question there about stable coins um, earlier um, but I'd love to hear about uh, from you Jason about what you're actually doing um, in Townsville how you came about working uh, in Townsville Are you yeah. there? Yeah, me yeah, yeah. I'm here um, Yeah, well basically I came about working is I had a work injury where I lacerated my hand and severed my tendon <laughs> and so um, I was basically bored out of my brain and um, started onboarding merchants on my way to and fro um, doctor's appointments. <laughs> okay. And, um, and um, 
there was a, a guy in Gold Coast, he's a YouTuber, and I met him because I recognised one of the landmarks there. I go, hang on, I lived near there. So I sent him a private message and we met at the casino and he was surprised that I wasn't making YouTube videos. So he he suggested that I should name myself Bitcoin Jason and we looked it up and it wasn't taken on YouTube and I started making videos. Cut long story short, after my 11th um, merchant adopt, adoption, um, a company up in Townsville called me up and were quite persistent in me moving up there to be a curator. And so that's my role here. I, I look after um, all the merchants. We've got 170 now. Um, we've, on Monday, we've got another film shoot and next Monday, we've got another four on board. So we, we're doing that's quite fantastic. well at the moment. Yeah, we're doing good. And um, my approach is to know the business and to be at one with the business so I can handle their objections. And once I handle their objections, I support them by holding meetups at their restaurant or wherever it is or advertise, advertising them for free um, on all the socials. So... Um, and like what Sonny said, if there's an issue, I'm, I'm onto it. I, I go and visit all 170 and make sure that they're all good. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And, and you seem to be doing a great job then. I think what's also is important is to help uh, make sure everyone in the community goes in there onto your YouTube channel. So, again, that's Bitcoin Jason on YouTube. Uh, go and yeah. view uh, his videos. Is, is, uh, clearly, you're a great, great guy. I love watching your videos. You're very genuine, very honest, um, a great asset to the community. Um, yeah, and I, I love seeing you. And, and um, so it's kind of interesting here. So you said, you, you know, you, you're employed to do this. Uh, maybe you could speak a little <coughs> bit about uh, about your employers. Yes. So there is a YouTube channel called... Um, Bitcoin Cash City on YouTube and that's where you find all our merchants on there or the new ones anyway um, since I've been working here um, not all of them are on there um, so basically there's a group of Bitcoin Cash enthusiasts here um, and they do a lot of blockchain development they work a lot in coding and um, they are very generous uh, they basically pay me to support the merchants here um, provide advertising or the tablets that you see um, they really go out of their way to look after the ecosystem here mm -hmm. because they feel if the ecosystem is lost then Bitcoin cash will be uh, it be have a negative effect on Bitcoin cash and yeah, since absolutely. Yeah, so they're, they're building on some great technology. You, you would have seen some of the spikes on the blockchain from them testing different things. I'm so glad um, you're mentioning about this. Yes, this is mm, huge for anyone that's been looking at this. Yes, maybe, yeah, mention what some I words can, here. What I can understand as a layman, they can basically handle Visa, MasterCard, um, cash purchases like they can basically handle the world's transactions just using bitcoin cash as it is um yeah it's yeah. If, if anyone uh, if you go into the uh, bitcoin cash on chain transactions and was it in march uh, jason where the testing happened yeah it was slightly before i was on the bitcoin cash podcast um lovely yeah. Jer jeremy and jet had me on there and 
great bunch huge, of guys. Huge spike. And that this yeah. huge spike, it basically is opening and closing of payment channels and um, actually represented real over a transactions. transactions there were, in, in, there were in, real in transactions, just, yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, it's, the, the tech, the, it, it, it's got the ability to give people that have a line of code from all around the world a job, you know what I mean? Like to earn money and and have... Yeah, I can't say too much, but um, <laughs> yeah. it, it's it, my mind just blows, you know. And everyone that that's worried about Bitcoin Cash price, um, it's it's a be, non, right? nah, it's a non-issue because yeah. look, I, I winched about this the other day. Like people make a big deal of someone buying one, uh, like a pizza meal deal with ten thousand bitcoins. Man, I'm doing that nearly every second week, buying pizza and 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 every day I'm buying coffee and I bought my 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 clothes from a clothing store. You know, my taxi cabs if I need to go to the airport. Um, you know what I mean? Like we've we even got NASA scientists that are raising money for regeneration of the Barrier Reef on it. You know, um, yeah. koala hospitals. You name it, we've got it. Helicopter rides. I went on a helicopter ride. That was two BCH. Um, <laughs> this is amazing, and I think this is this is so exciting to watch. And I think a lot of people in the Bitcoin Cash community, they're aware that something's going on in Townsville, but they're not quite aware of how many great and and powerful friends that are in in Bitcoin uh, Cash. So this company, uh, Code Valley, really is is. Jason mentions is developing something here very exciting that is paradigm shifting and uh, we, you know can't there's quite a lot of um, secrecy to do with you know how, how amazing this this uh, this software will be when it releases um, but it's very exciting and, and it's really you know uh, speaking with uh, Noel uh, Lavisa um, yep the CEO of this company I, I can't wait for him to be a more prominent figure in 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 bitcoin cash community because this you know this this guy has uh has, is doing so much for yeah, the community he's got, that is sort of going unseen him him aptizia can never pronounce the name um but they've got this they put their skin to the game uh they really put their money where their mouth mouth is and they're going to release a a report soon um, they've got a whole thing documented out and use guys that know all about blockchain and coding all that. You're going to be like, you're going to love it. It's just going to be awesome. I, I just yeah. see, see things in the background and I'm, I'm fired up, you know, Monday, Monday mornings when I go into the office and I hear the latest updates, I just get so excited. It is really um, exciting. And for those mm. that, that, that believe that the number of on-chain transactions are paramount to the price of Bitcoin Cash, you know, really proving, yeah. uh, uh, you know, the genuine transactions, real economic activity on the chain will increase the value of this. Then if you believe that, then, uh, yeah, the next 12 months is going to be very exciting. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, like I said, like, if, if people are using it for real-world Use use cases like what Sonny said about you know me and people in India. And, yeah. <laughs> how can it how can it not outperform BTC? How can it not perform uh, XRP? You know that seems to be the favorite right now. I, I um, really think it's it's not even worth talking about those because uh, we're we're still in some kind of a, a speculative bubble type phase of crypto. Yeah, and, uh, it's all Bitcoin printed money. It's being used. Its utility. Um, you know, it, it doesn't mean that other cryptos won't be useful, that they, they won't have utility. 
But uh, yeah, let's focus on Bitcoin Cash. Uh, it definitely uh. does have utility. It's going to survive. It's going to be there. It's going to grow, uh, be used, be useful. So yeah, well, uh, you got platforms like you got platforms like Noise.Cash, which I absolutely love, and I use it more than Facebook or anything else. You're able, you're able for two dollars for two dollars, you can feed a family in Uganda. You know what I mean? Just off a tip. I mean that's the op- you know that's that's the heart of bitcoin is is money for the world. It's a yeah. truly noble coin and 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 this is why I decided to dedicate my life to bitcoin cash because I'm at one with the vision the white paper. And um, we're so was- glad you did dedicate yeah. to that by the way really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No but so. I would like to say I would like to say that when they say about about crypto as a utility so when you think about cola it's coca cola or pepsi when you say noodles it's maggi when you say crypto as utility what comes to your mind it's bitcoin cash Bit- so yes of course bitcoin others cash. will follow they will try but we are there first and we will make it the best of course everybody the following is going to come people are going to try copying whatever i'm not a tech best blockchain transactions but uh, if you say a crypto as utility i think the first that comes to my mind is bitcoin cash absolutely, yeah, absolutely. hey mark, even my mark uh, mark pelzon has has rejoined us and i know he has um some very significant experience um all around the world actually seeing you know what what does utility mean and and what does it mean with crypto mark are you, are you there are you available could you tell us some about what you found and yeah um Hi, I've actually been here the whole time, but I didn't jump on to the speaking, ah, okay, okay. Uh, role. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's funny because everyone wants to be in the game. Everyone wants to say that their crypto is is usable, and you know, you see this in El Salvador. You see this in Florida too, where these places, you know, they they want to be the crypto capitals of the world. They say it. Um, I was actually in a um, meeting for the government in um, in Florida, uh, the cryptocurrency task force appointed by the Miami-Dade uh, mayor. And I had a conversation with the director of the task force and I was talking about St. Kitts. And I said, you know, St. Kitts is the real crypto capital of the world. And I said it kind of jokingly, but he's like, no, 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 we can't say that. We can't say that. Miami, Miami's the crypto capital of the world. And, you know, it was, it was a fun, like, conversation, but you know, it, it was funny to me at the time just because no one is accepting it. I mean, now people are because of Ryan. But prior to that, there's no one accepting it uh, in, in Florida. There's like one or two random places and a few ATMs like Ryan and I saw. So as far as utility goes, is everyone wants to talk about it. Everyone wants to claim that they have utility, but uh, none of them do. It's just Bitcoin Cash, and that's it's, it's in the code. It's the function of our of our coin that makes it so usable that you can actually uh, onboard. So um, it, it, it is funny to see and, and travel around and go to all these places that claim to accept crypto. And, you know, obviously, obviously they, they don't even El Salvador. Um, one last thing I'll say about this topic. It's very funny. One of the lead, de- I think the lead developers, a man named Nicholas, who's very kind. He's a BTC guy. Um, he's the one who programmed the Bitcoin Beach, which is the custodial lightning. Well, it's really not lightning. The custodial wallet they use for Bitcoin um, uh, on the Bitcoin Beach. And he was lamenting on Twitter that uh, Starbucks 
in El Salvador is no longer accepting Bitcoin. And that's pretty significant because when I went down there, it was the only place that was accepting Bitcoin when the law passed and McDonald's. Uh, but now they're not even accepting it. So they're, they're rolling back. And it's just so funny to me because with Bitcoin Cash, with all the challenges and difficulties that we have in terms of marketing, uh, the one thing that doesn't slow down is our adoption. And, it, you know, I think that's really uh, fantastic. And we have wonderful people like uh, Sonny, of course, and Roger and Ryan and uh, really everyone here in the space to, to thank for that. Um, but it is it is exciting and interesting to see. Hey, Mark, thank, could you speak you, to that top-down versus bottom-up um, aspect, you know, that you have personally seen in El Salvador, St. Kitts, St. Martin, and other places? Could you speak a little bit to that? Because you're, you're quite uniquely qualified to talk about it, I think. Well, you know, my, my feelings on that have, have kind of uh, evolved, I guess. So originally, I thought the idea of a government getting involved in crypto is it was pretty absurd uh, but as time has gone on I've realized that that's really not the issue what the issue is is, is the devils in the details so I'm completely for a place like st. Martin or st. Kitts or really anywhere in the world um, you know a government accepting cryptocurrency or, or allowing it to be used as a, a legal tender to pay debts and all the things that uh, societies use money for at least in terms of governmentally the problem with El Salvador is, is two, twofold. Uh, obviously, the biggest problem is that there's a mandate. And that, to me, is absurd. So the top-down approach, the problem isn't that they're using it, it's that they're forcing to pe people to use it. And if it's that good, you don't need to force people. And the second uh, problem with that approach, the top-down approach, I shouldn't say problem with that approach, but a problem with the execution of a top-down approach in El Salvador, and I guess in the Central African Republic, although I'm not too familiar on the details of what's happening over there, is that uh, tax money is being taken by the citizens, uh, is being used to purchase the asset, and those assets are being held in a wallet that has absolutely no public oversight. No one knows where that money is. No one knows who has the keys. Apparently, all of that's being held not even in their own country but on an exchange, a commercial exchange. So those are some of the problems. So, you know, maybe this is a, kind of a bigger philosophy here, but I think the less the government gets involved, the better, other than to give people their freedom. And if you want to give people the, the freedom to use the coins they want to use, uh, that's great, but, but don't mandate it. So the top-down approach, I think, actually is effective in the sense that... Uh, you know, if you have a country that says, hey, you can use this thing, it's going to get more people curious to use it, which is good, right? I would love any country really in the world to say, hey, you can use Bitcoin Cash. Uh, but as soon as you get in that territory of, of mandating it, uh, then we start seeing um, pushback and, and also kind of violation of, of people's uh, rights. So. And this is a really important distinction, and this is what's quite nice about the legal tender law that's uh, being created in St. Martin's. As I, St. Martin's, I understand it's it's really a voluntary uh, thing, so no one's going to be forced to accept this, um, other than the government itself. It just means that for legally, it's easier to accept the tax implications. Um, so, as I understand, this looks like a very positive uh, way of making a legal tender law, and I guess you would agree with that, then, Mark, based on what you just said. 
Yeah, and I'm very curious to see how things have developed in, in El Salvador um, since I left. So I'll be going back there uh, and doing the follow-up. But in the, in the meantime, St. Martin looks very promising. And they have the benefit of being able to look at what happened in El Salvador and say, hey, you know, they had their pilot program and uh, here's what we can do better. Uh, one of those things is not to mandate. And the second thing is to use a, a chain that makes it easy, right? If you're going to use something like Bitcoin, which is fine if you want to use that, but that introduces a lot of complexity because all of a sudden you don't have a coin that can be used in a simplistic peer-to-peer way. You're going to have to develop tools. You're going to have to... Uh, guys, uh, and whenever the government gets into developing, yeah. you know... Everybody wants to listen to him for sure, so... Uh, MB Bryson. Hey, hey guys, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Uh, very good, very good. Um, I was following the discussion a little earlier, then we got booted out, just got back in. My favorite topic is being discussed, legal tender, so I'm here if uh, anyone has any questions, but I guess we should maybe let Mark finish, and then um, I can tell you all what we found so far and what progress you've made on, on legal tender, if you like. I'm sure we'd all love to hear where, where that's at. <laughs> okay, well, um, hey guys, how you doing? Um, well, yeah, I think I just heard what Mark was saying, and indeed, um, the, what we're doing now is we're looking at other um, jurisdictions and how they have done it, because there's a lot to learn, especially El Salvador, what went wrong there. Um, we also got an analysis, a legal analysis of what um, the Central African Republic, they also did a, a crypto legal tender law that has also the main flaw of, of mandating cryptocurrency, which in my opinion will never work. Um, like for what we're seeing, you know, you, you have to realize, especially in Latin America and the Caribbean, you always have to give people the option. Making it mandatory is to me only going to turn people away from 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 cryptocurrency it's going to come across as we're trying to impose something the way the very institutions that we're trying to to replace um are doing it you know banks are forcing people to to, to borrow from them banks are forcing people to to disclose their private information you know banks are are subjecting people to their ridiculous interest rates and legal tender will fail if uh, a cryptocurrency and bitcoin cash legal tender will fail in my opinion if you if you mandate it that way um so we're avoiding that that's that's one thing for sure our our bitcoin cash legal tender um should never be mandatory it, it should be something to facilitate what's already happening in the country you know you guys know especially in st martin um you know just last night for example uh there was a mental health awareness um event where uh, it was an interscholastic event and we, we did it where uh, um, people were talking about the, the importance of men's, men's mental health. And I, I donated a prize of $1,000 in BCH to the young student at one. And I sat with the parents after to explain them, you know, uh, what Bitcoin Cash is, you know, for this young, young kid that's 10 years old, you know, hold on to it for now because that that child might be able in, in, in seven or eight years when they're going to college to pay their entire college tuition from that thousand dollars that hopefully by then is going to be valued ten or twenty thousand. So um I think I think we're making great progress. I must say what's um very hopeful for me is that our central bank president 
Um, I have had several meetings with him, and they're very much uh, receptive to it. Uh, so, so there's some great progress, and I think that's the direction we have to go. Legitimizing uh, uh, Bitcoin Cash by means of recognizing it as legal tender does a lot for us. Um, one of the key things as well is also exempting cryptocurrency from capital gains because we need to treat it as currency. We don't need to treat this as an asset that appreciates or depreciates because that's unfair. Think about if the U.S. dollar with all its declines that it's have over the year has never been subjected to, uh, to, to, to um, capital gains that way, why are we doing it? Why, why are we kind of punishing cryptocurrency and, and making it subject to capital gains tax? Your, your, your currency is your currency, and if it goes up or down, just like you have to take the risk of when it goes down and you have to absorb that risk, if it goes, if it goes up, my government has no interest in taxing you on that increase. You know, um, it should be about allowing people to come to this country, spend that money. Um, and if they gain, they gain. Um, that's on them. And I'm not interested in taxing based on that. I'm personally more interested in just seeing Bitcoin Cash used as a means that has opened so many doors. Thanks to people like Sonny and so on that has done it. Um, yeah, but I think we're making great progress. I have to say we have uh, so much uh, uh, legal progress on it in terms of the drafting of it and it's good that i think st martin is going to be a pioneer in making bitcoin cash the legal tender thank you for being on here roland and what, what a fantastic uh, answer there this is really wonderful to hear what's going on in st martin um and i i guess that having to be successfully turned into a legal tender would also require working with both sides of the housing government. Um, is that something you agree with, Rolando? And uh, at the Bitcoin Cash uh, Convention, will, will, will there other, be also other political members uh, from all sides of, of parliament uh, uh, available and joining well, yeah. us? Yeah, I mean, in politics, you always have those, especially in my political system, where, I mean, I always give the example, you know, Jesus turned water into wine in the Bible and it was celebrated. If I was to turn water into wine, I would be accused of getting the population drunk. So it's, it's just the way you look at it. There's always going to be some members of parliament that are going to vote against anything um, I bring. Um, but I believe the, the coalition that, that supports me, we have a majority in parliament that, that, um, that supports me and I, I believe we will have full support for that. So I'm not worried about that aspect. It's good to have opposition members that will question things, you know, and say, hey, um, what are the risks? What are the things we should look at? Um, and that's fine. You know, that's that's good Absolutely. in politics to have some that 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 will come with questions. And, and that just should strengthen our law. That should strengthen it to the point where, hey, this thing has been scrutinized at the absolute highest level of our of our country which is the parliament um the executive branch is then there to execute so once a, a legal tender law passes parliament then it's a matter of the executive branch doing things like educating the population um facilitating um the means for people to to know okay how do i get into bitcoin cash it shouldn't only be you know as much as sunny is a master at this governments need to also step in and say hey um, we recognize just like the U.S. dollar. We have a, a, a local currency, which is the Gilder. But just like the U.S. dollar has become so prevalent and at the forefront, um, if this law passes, then it's the government's responsibility to also educate the people. And that's where we will be leaning on the community, you know, where 
I, I would love, for example, that by the time we have our conference in November, that at least the entire draft is there, where the Bitcoin Cash community can help us and say, hey, um, we've reviewed your law. Um, we're, we're open to coming in and helping the population know the power and understanding of what legal tender will do for the country. So I'm working very hard that by the time we have the conference on November the 12th, which, by the way, is the day after our national holiday, November the 11th, St. Martin's Day, uh, it'll be a nice celebration, I think, that uh, Bitcoin Cash has, has, is moving in that direction. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. And I think the, the model ex is exportable. Um, a, a lot of countries are waiting. I've, I've already been contacted by other Caribbean islands. Um, for example, St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Um, that's another major island in the Caribbean that has contacted me and is looking at, hey, man, we see what you're doing. Um, parliamentarians there are saying, look, um, get this passed because that's what makes it easy for other political jurisdictions to say, oh, we can do this as well. Uh, I think that's what El Salvador and Bitcoin's mission was. They wanted to kind of, to be frank, use El Salvador and make it seem like this is such a great thing. And then other large Latin American countries would have followed suit. Um, but then when the parliaments of other countries spoke and to, 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 to people within El Salvadorian community and saw that, no, man, this law is not working the way it's designed. You know, mandating it is not working. That's why no other Latin American country has adopted that legislation. If, if, if it was working in El Salvador, you would have seen other Latin American countries would have taken it up. Because it's very easy. I, I can basically, if I'm Colombia, I can copy-paste the law from El Salvador I can bring it to my parliament and I can get it passed. But you have to ask yourself, why has no one else do it? The only reason no one else has done it is because it's not working. It's not practical. It does not help the people of the country. With Bitcoin Cash, what I predict is that once legal tender passes in St. Martin, you're going to see other countries say, wow, it's working there. Send me a copy of this law. Give me the Word document. Let's make our adjustments. And you're going to see it spread throughout the Caribbean. That's, that's my prediction. <laughs> this is the way to do it. This is awesome. Okay, if there are any questions there, I see someone's got their hand up. Uh, go for it, Mini Satoshi. Yeah, so, Rolando, um, I'm really excited for when that happens because I've done, I've spent, I've lived in Barbados for months over a couple of years. I, I, I started what ended up being the largest education initiative in all of LATAM. Um, I'm well connected with Mia Motley um, and her finance minister as well from Barbados. So if once that law is passed, I mean, maybe you probably don't even need any kind of interaction on my part, but I've already briefly spoken to them about this and they're, they're really excited, but to do something with their nation, they, they would like to see it passed elsewhere first. So if there's any way I could be of use in putting you guys in contact at any point in the future, just yeah, please, please. Free to reach out. That, that would be great. Um, I must say, I don't have uh, the contacts I have uh, in, in Barbados like I have in other countries, and that's how it is. Um, if you can connect me with them, I can even start by, because what I'm doing on a monthly basis, this law is evolving. Um, I really have to thank Roger as well for his guidance in this regard, you know, um, in, in facilitating me. I, I can literally just say, hey, Roger, this came up. One of our lawyers is questioning this, and I can just go on Telegram. It's pretty amazing how... Uh, responsive Roger is. He's a very busy guy, 
but he always finds the time to say, okay, this is how you answer that question. This is how you deal with it. And with sources, you know, don't take it from Roger. Here's the information available to everyone to see. You know, um, last night I got a question uh, from some of the participants in the event. Is there like just a very uh, straightforward video that just explains in very layman's terms what is Bitcoin Cash and so on? And then I get that. I can spread that on YouTube. All of this information is very important. Um, I think one thing that the Bitcoin Cash community should do is we should come up with a, a, a kind of a, a, a central portal for the Caribbean. Really have Caribbean people in our voice, voice over YouTube videos, you know, infographics. Um, if we have some creative people within the community that can help me with that, that would help uh, tremendously. That um, We have, yeah, whitebitcoincast.com. That does help a lot. But you want to get some people in the different countries that voice it in, in, a, in a Jamaican accent, a Barbadian accent. You know how it is, especially people want to hear from their own people. So yeah. even that is something that um, as a community, we should start identifying people within each of these islands that will help spread the word in a, in a, in a, in a voice that is familiar. That, that also will help a lot. I'd be willing to help fund any kind of initiative like that. My time is quite limited with my work in the U.S. now, but um, I'd be happy to help fund any kind of initiative that helps get, you know, Caribbean voices voicing over these videos. Yeah, that that, that would be good. If anyone, um, my uh, telegram is at great again. Just please send uh, hit me up, my friend, and um, let's talk about that some more. Uh, could you, could you um, send me... Uh, could you DM me your your Telegram? Okay, let me. Uh... Would be possible. Okay, sure, I'll do that. Appreciate it. Thank you. No problem, man. And, and Rolando, no. shout out to you about all these other uh, countries look for guidance on how to do it. For you, actually being the pioneer, I, I think history will will treat you very well for the courage that you're taking. And just shout out to you with for everything you've been doing over there. Yeah, you know, what What we have to be ready for is the negativity. Um, you know, we get it. It's it, The Bitcoin maxis, um, that was like my first shock. Um, I, was, I was flooded, you know, with all the negativity and stuff. But in the middle of that, what I do find is that, you know, I, I can tell you, for example, uh, I'm not going to call any names, but there's one of the, really big guy, big big Bitcoin maxi guys, and you, you guys probably know who I'm talking about, comes to me and says, no, man, you're doing this wrong. I can invite you to El Salvador. We'll meet with Ms., uh, President Bukele. He'll show you why. And I'm like, look, man, I don't need that. Because if for me, if Bitcoin has to become a legal tender in the country, all of that can happen. But I don't need to be sold on it because I have something in my country that works. I don't need another layer. I don't need anything. I need my people to be able to do what they do with their cryptocurrency. You see, St. Martin and the Caribbean, um, Latin America, there's things that the rest of the world takes for granted that is not available to us. We don't have Cash App. We don't have PayPal. We don't have Venmo. We don't have any of this. If you drive around St. Martin uh, uh, around the 15th of the month or at the end of the month, you see lines of hundreds of people standing up in the hot sun, you know, just trying to take some of the money they made to send back to their family in Jamaica. And what MoneyGram and Western Union and these guys do is 
they charge you a hundred dollars sometimes just to send a thousand dollars back to Jamaica. So we're going against an industry that doesn't want to lose that money. So don't don't ever think for a minute that the negativity we're facing as a community has anything to do with merit of oh we're doing something wrong. It really isn't. Quite the opposite. <laughs> yeah, it's it's people that have a financial interest to keep the status quo. And I mean, I've had MoneyGram and 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 Western Union contact me because they know this person now can take their their thousand dollars. They can go to one of the local. Um, we have ATMs here already that are set up. We have some companies that are able to take someone's cash, transfer it into Bitcoin Cash, and now these people have an easy way to just instantly, bam, send my hard-earned money to my grandmother that's living uh, that that is living in terrible conditions back home, and she can instantly get the funds that she needs to take care of herself. And that's what it's about. I I really don't care about the the political side of whether it's Bitcoin, Solana, or this or that. No, I need something that works for my people. And that's it. it. It's as simple as that. If it works, I will support it. But none of these maxis are coming to me from a perspective of, hey, um, you know, what, what you're choosing Bitcoin Cash, and it's not good because it doesn't work. None of them can tell me that. I said, well, prove to me, Mr. Maxi, why you want me to go to El Salvador to... To what to meet uh, you want to change my mind financially i said there's nothing you can offer me that is going to change my mind unless you have a better solution than what bitcoin cash offers and that's where the conversation ends because they know they don't have something that works better for my people and we have 80 million people in the caribbean we are a, we are bigger as a region than most countries in the world and that's why I love the vision of Roger and Sonny to understand why this region is key. Because as a group, you, you, you know, my island is just 100,000 people. St. Kitts is maybe another 100,000. But when you take us as a region, we will be a region that will be a force to reckon with in the world. That it will, I, I think, if in one or two years we have adoption across the Caribbean, and legal tender status across the Caribbean, no one will be able to ignore anymore the fact that this thing works. And that's all that matters, man. I just want my people to have the financial freedom to help each other. It's really that simple. Uh, yeah, it's really fantastic. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, everyone that's involved in this uh, at this point in the game, when that does become uh, a legal tender and really then accepted that, hey, this isn't just something in the shadows or some sort of, you know, as the BTC guys would say, a shit coin. This is something that's actually real and it works. Then all those people that uh, are invested in this, accepting this early, all those merchants are accepting this are going to be really profiting from this. And that's what we want to see. We really want to see all of the early adopters, all the people taking a chance, Really, uh, yeah, having having uh, the advantage there. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Rolando. No Speaking of uh, positivity, uh, I think Jeremy is with us. Uh, he is a, a beacon of positivity in the space, and I'd really like to hear what Jeremy uh, is up to. Um, and uh, Jeremy, do you have some positivity for us? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I guess uh, I was at a party last night uh, with a few different, there was a few different crypto people there and there was a few other people there as well. And one of the guys was this sort of really uh, sort of toxic, very aggressive uh, shitcoins, you know, to me and to a couple of other people. And the truth is, when you act like that online or in the real world, it just puts 
people off and we don't need to be on the defensive i think uh fiendish crypto said this on one of the other chats and it's it's so true right we we just need to be taking the the front foot there's no point spending time talking to people that are already dug in and don't want to hear what you have to say because the world is a very big place and there's loads and loads of people who, who do want to hear it at that exact same party i was talking to people who are, oh you're into this crypto stuff i don't really know much about it you know they were asking questions and that's it all we need to do is is find the people that that want to hear the the message that we already have um you don't you know so just yeah it's about not wasting time on on the people that don't care and so or that uh want to kind of argue with you and so in that regard i really liked what uh mp bryson was saying about the creating videos and stuff for people in in their own voice because that's sort of how i see things right is that there's the technical infrastructure in terms of all the developers and the code and the software and bch is doing great on that and then there's the merchant infrastructure the people you know going out into the on uh, the real world and doing onboarding and creating uh, closed economy loops that's also doing great and uh, all we needed is just like a third layer of infrastructure which is kind of a cultural uh, layer so that's what i try and do uh, on the podcast and i've like made a little bit of uh, music as well not because i'm actually yes yeah, so we I'm want to talk about that a, with, with nick chase sir yeah 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 i'm not a i'm not a like you know the world's best musician but i'm hoping that other people will uh, be you know follow follow my lead or you know if you're into art or into music or into graphic design or or something like that um that's that's what draws people in right uh we i don't think Sorry, we need to, to go, worry they need to plug this right now so for everyone listening out there please go and check out the bitcoin cash podcast and absolutely the, the what the video you need to start with is changing the game featuring nick chase okay so that's the starting point <laughs> Yeah, if you need to get hyped up about uh, Bitcoin Cash, you can you can listen to that and you'll get uh, fired up, or at least that's the that's the intention, right? So, uh, and I think yeah, it's just about if w we can maybe find ways within the community is like passion and energy is very magnetic, right? So you, we don't need to necessarily go out and be uh, evangel. Like obviously, there's the merchant onboarding and stuff. It, that that you might need to go out. But for the cultural stuff, it's like a sports team or, uh, you know, any kind of community group. If, you're, if we're creating things that are fun and cool and awesome in our community, other people will see that happening and, and want to be involved. And that's a, a positive way of engaging people rather than a negative way of arguing or debating or calling names or, or whatever. And so the more we can do to be you know, uh, a creative and energetic, uh, you know, happy community, I think the better, like, for instance, with Ethereum, you've seen, you know, the NFTs and stuff like that. All right, there's definitely been a lot of problems with that, but it's undeniable that it was very interesting, all these bored apes and different crypto punks and whatever. It just bridged the gap to a lot of people to convince them, oh, okay, there, there's some interesting culture here. There's something that I can engage with. And then once they get to that, then they can go down the rabbit hole of all the economic aspects and using it as money and um being involved in everything yeah and then uh, a little secret out there um 
for everyone here, and uh, Jeremy doesn't actually know this, I don't think, um, although maybe I've mentioned this. So I was, like I was actually uh, speaking here, with Jeremy. What's actually um, about- uh, going on there? It only leaks in various ways, so I don't know if somebody is a native. They could start a channel where they said updates from what the Chinese community is thinking to the English community or vice versa, you know, and you can do that obviously on any language, on Russian or Hindi or Spanish or or whatever as well too. So I think that, that could be another way that we can start to kind of break through the messaging to, to new groups of people by collaborating across those kind of linguistic uh, barriers. Yeah, thank, thank you, Jeremy. Um, Jeremy is actually the guy that uh, the, the reason why I'm uh, doing this uh, hangout is actually something that Jeremy said to me um, quite a while ago, a few, maybe a year ago. I, I really can't remember. Um, uh, Jeremy is someone that's very active on uh, RBTC, and one of the things that he's really active on is basically when someone complains about, hey, why isn't this being done, or you know, why why isn't the one uh, working on this? Jeremy answers, hey, it's decentralized do it yourself that's what it's about um so yeah jeremy it's wonderful to have you here and uh, just so you know you've, you've inspired me um and that's why i'm here so thank you very much for that so that's that's um yeah you're kind of my my hero in the space awesome i'm very flattered yeah there's, there's another um very interesting practical ap- application uh, for politicians like myself on and i was happy earlier where we were talking about some of the um, the use of smart contracts and um, being able to tokenize on, on the BCH chain. One of the things that I think is going to revolutionize politics even on in, in the Caribbean, um, what, what keeps the status quo for a lot of um, political changes in the Caribbean is that so who, who are the biggest political finances in the Caribbean? Well, it's the oil companies, it's the banking sector, the insurance sector. And again, these are entities that are not interested in changing anything. So imagine I'm a young up-and-coming politician. I want to be able to fund my campaign, and I'm a a young pro-crypto person, right? Um, A lot of times when I go to try and raise capital or or raise campaign financing, I have to go to these entities and say, well, I'm not going to support you if that's your stance. And a lot of us get stuck. However, one of the things I think uh, we want to do and I'm already working on that and creating an actual organization for it, is that we should allow, we we should set up an infrastructure where uh, politicians are able on the BCH blockchain to actually sell uh, tokens or some sort of NFT style token that funds their campaign. So let's say for my political party, I have 23 candidates on my list. I can then create a certain number of tokens um, and then we can receive, instead of it being a donation, it can be an exchange. It's actually a sale, kind of like a, a fundraising. And now we no longer need to depend on these institutions that have no interest in allowing cryptocurrency to come within the political sphere of, of um, the Caribbean. We can now sell our tokens and everyone in this community will be able to support these different political movements, not just in the Caribbean, but maybe this will catch on in the world. Because let's be very frank. Um, I, I did this because I believe in it, you know, there's a lot of other politicians will be scared to do it because of the way politics is set up because of the way, um, political financing is set up. But if we can get over that as a community where we, we say, listen, I don't need you big bank 
to come and support my campaign because I know you don't believe in where I want to take my country or my region. I will go out to the community instead and say, listen, um, I'm going to be one of those in, let's say, Barbados that is going to emulate what MP Bryson is doing. I'm issuing a thousand of these tokens. And if you can contribute uh, $50, $50 of BCH per token, that will be able to fund my campaign so that I can enter the political realm and push this, 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 um, this, this agenda that we want. And all of this is legal. All of this is above board, you know, and that is something I don't want anyone to underestimate that there's not going to be much change and recognition for it if there's not political support, because at the end of the day, legal tender requires political support. It requires people entering politics um, that understand it and that will support it. So these are some movements that I think um, are going to be coming. Uh, that's going to be great for the future of, of BCH as well. Hey, on that funding point, go to uh, flipstarter.cash, uh, permissionless funding for uh, whatever it is that, that you need to do. It's, uh, like you said, yeah, it's ground yeah. up, it's grassroots. It's, uh, it doesn't require you to go through a bank. It doesn't require permission from PayPal or anybody else to, uh, to support what that's it great. is that you think is important. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. So look, look forward in the next year or two when you identify candidates, you know, that, that want to support this. Um, it can be in your local Congress as well or, or whatever parliamentary system you have. But we have to start supporting people that support this. Um, your vote, wherever country you are, from now on, the community should only vote and support political parties and political individuals. That should be the question. In your manifesto, what is your stance on cryptocurrency what is your stance on bch and if it's po if it's positive i will support you because that's the power of your vote um that's what created the financial revolution back in the days and that should be our attention as well and something that i'm going to be um, bringing more and more attention to that um the outside of what we do here and in these spaces we have to start supporting political candidates be it even on a city council level or on the highest level, even if you're voting for the president of the United States, we should start asking these people, well, what is your stance on cryptocurrency? And, and it's very important, and I hope everyone here starts to, to think on that as well whenever you vote. And as, uh, as the world starts to shift, uh, well, not the world, but as uh, a lot of governments and, and central powers start to shift towards central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, um, I think you're going to have a lot of people kind of wondering what their options are and if they're going to have an option or if they're going to be forced into this system that, that surveils them and is watching them and puts restrictions on what they can do with their money, where they can use their money, uh, how they can save it or not save it, et cetera. I, I think there's going to be growing support and pressure for uh, people like yourself and uh, those who, who, who see the, the benefit of a permissionless money system to, to provide an alternative to something that we've never had before, right? A, a real alternative to the, to the global fiat standard. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, we see now uh, that, that, like, you see, when we, when we think about regulation, in many cases, it can, be, it can be scary and frowned upon. But even my legal tender legislation, that's a form of regulation, but it's one that we can support. So it's a matter of, uh, do we support there's the, 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 the regulation should be support to enhance what we already want to do, not to stifle it. So we should identify, um, for example, Central uh, African Republic, 
no, the, the way you're doing it, not good. El Salvador, no, the way you're doing it, not good. Uh, uh, St. Martin, Barbados, St. Vincent, you're going this way. You're supporting a cryptocurrency that helps the Caribbean people uh, with Bitcoin Cash legal tender. We can support that. So there's some regulation that is good because this regulation is an example of where uh, a parliamentarian is drafting something that's good for cryptocurrency, that's good for Bitcoin Cash. But we should be very wary of, um, you know, I'm, I'm seeing more and more behind the scenes because I'm in it that uh, the situation with what happened with Terra Luna is going to be used as a scapegoat to now say, you see, we told you this stuff is volatile. It's not good. We need to regulate. And I'm not opposed to regulation, but the regulation should be the way I'm doing it. It should be something that helps the people, not that now gives the central banks, federal reserves and so on a backdoor to take the technology that Satoshi brought here for us and then use it to actually prolong their own fiat system. Because a lot of these CBDCs, what we're seeing, it's just basically a, a continuation or a modernization of what they already do. And that's not what we want, I think. Yeah, their top priority is to make all the people who are already players happy and uh, all the people who don't have power, you know, keep them without power. So, uh, yeah, anybody who's, who's voting, looking to uh, find a way out, looking for an alternative, man, you're giving it to them. Absolutely. Um, I'm really um, so grateful for everyone that's shown up tonight. I hope for uh, everyone here it's been uh, informative. What's a real shame is this uh, this Hangout 2, so the second half of the Bitcoin Cash discussion wasn't actually recorded, um, which is a shame because there was some really fantastic stuff there and it was really great to hear from you, Rolando. I'm really excited um, by what's happening there in the Caribbean. Um, I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, it seems like you're going to be uh, one of the main speakers at the Bitcoin Cash convention in St. Martin when this uh, happens, I guess in November or, or early December. Um, I hope to be able to join you. I'll have to wait and see, but at the very least, uh, I'm really happy that it's in, in great hands, in your hands, and, and it really seems you're very much in tune with the Bitcoin Cash philosophy. This is about voluntary uh, decisions and, and being participating on a voluntary basis. And, uh, you know, really it's wonderful to have you on board. Um, and thank you for again to all of the guests uh, that have joined us tonight. Uh, Jeremy, it was wonderful to hear from you. Uh, Emergent Reasons and Imaginary Username, thank you so much for explaining about any hedge. I'm really looking forward to seeing the development of this and seeing it integrated into our favorite exchanges uh, and hopefully wallets at some point um and roger Ver, who's still listening um really fantastic to, to hear from you ryan uh, jason really thank you for everyone uh, for me personally um i'll be having to say a good night i have a long trip with my family in about five hours and so i've still got to pack my bags and and get some sleep in there um so uh, but sherry's hosting now so um i've already spoke with sherry she's uh, happy to continue for those that want to continue speaking um and so yeah thanks again for everyone thanks for a wonderful uh, hangout uh, i look forward to seeing you all again real soon and and also i want to plug while rolando's here uh, he's going to be joining um my charity golf tournament uh, to talk about cryptocurrency and the hospitality interest in, in south florida on october 3rd he's going to come play some golf with me here if anyone else wants to join we're going to have our announcement and the flyers out this week if anyone wants to come down to palm beach gardens florida 
play some golf for some charity and uh, learn about cryptocurrency adoption in South Florida. And I'm sure Rolando is going to inform us about all the good things happening in St. Martin and promoting the event going on in November. Uh, yeah, um, I'm, I want to thank you, Ryan, for, for the invitation as well. And if anyone else, if there's been some other uh, conferences, it's, it's been quite overwhelming in a very positive way um the amount of love and support i'm getting it that to itself says a lot about what this community is you know i i think if the bitcoin community um was like this maybe maybe i wouldn't be speaking here right now much more toxic much more just trying to kind of influence me and 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 oh we got this guy on that side we need to bring him back to our side kind of thing you guys really just show love and support and and it strengthens my belief that I, I made the right choice by putting my political career on the line and saying no um, I'm putting myself behind this product I think it's good uh, this movement is great and if anyone else ever wants me to be a part of any of their conventions uh, meetings whatever I'm, I'm dedicating a lot of my time to this as possible so thank you Ryan so much for that invitation my pleasure I'm going to be taking off too. It's uh, 5 a.m. here, so it's about uh, time for me to get some shut eye. So thanks, everyone. Thanks for coming. Hey, uh, Ryan, uh, have you posted that link to the uh, charity golf tournament anywhere? Not yet. Just waiting on Rolando's latest uh, update to his biography, and then everything else is ready to publish. So as soon as Rolando sends that over, we're, we're good to go. Excited to see it. Yeah, yeah. As soon, as soon as I get that back from him, everything else is ready to market the event, and now uh, we're ready to rock and roll. And Dino, you had your hand up for a while there. Did you want to ask a question, Dino? Yeah, hello. Um, all right, so I'm Dino. I'm, I make YouTube videos for Bitcoin Cash, and uh, mo mostly with a focus on smart BCH. And, um, yeah, I just want to talk back to uh, something that Bitcoin Jason was saying earlier about, you know, FlexUSD and how it might be negatively um, affecting the price of Bitcoin Cash. My opinion on this is that, you know, stablecoins definitely have a place in the BCH ecosystem. And FlexUSD in particular is a stablecoin that is extremely has been extremely uh, good in the BCH space. You know, it, it's backed by USDC and it has a really good, you know, uh, APR that's based on the borrowing, lending markets, etc. And something that'd be really good for Bitcoin Cash in general is, you know, implementing FlexUSD into the Bitcoin.com wallets and stuff because Bitcoin Cash is all about giving people an option to do what they want with their money. So having stable coins like FlexUSD available to everybody so you can swap back and forth is really good for people who you know are not so into crypto merchants who are willing to accept bitcoin cash in their stores maybe some of them don't want to actually hold the bitcoin cash because of the volatility of it going up and down having the option to transfer their bitcoin cash into stable coins like flex usd is is can only be a good thing because bitcoin cash is always has always been about the utility and the more useful it is, the more uh, options people are given to do with their own money is only going to be beneficial to the whole space. So I don't see you know, stable coins as a negative. I think it's, it's, 
extremely useful. And um, right now, if you merchants who want to use Bitcoin Cash and accept Bitcoin Cash, they have this problem in the Bitcoin.com wallet where uh, if they have the Bitcoin Cash, it's very hard to swap it to USDC because there's like a, you know, like a 20% fee or something. And so if we're able to, you know, solve this issue where people are able to swap, swap between Bitcoin Cash and a stablecoin very easily, um, and also with the implementation of this new Verse token coming out in the Layer 2 space and with Smart BCH and everything, that gives incentives to merchants to use Bitcoin Cash and accept it at the stores. Um, I think uh, the combination of Verse and having people be able to use stablecoins, uh, swap to stablecoins like FlexUSD, that would be tremendous for the space. Yeah, I just want to add something here as well. When uh, Bitcoin Jason was asking about uh, have, does having uh, stable coins and all that, does it uh, reduce the the price or whatever? And the answer is definitely no. Specifically with the AnyHedge stuff, uh, what they didn't uh, necessarily explain in full is that because the way it works is that you have two people agreeing to a trade of BCH where one person is basically backing the other person's BCH, you know, and if the price goes up or down of the BCH, the the settlement is done that way. As more and more people use that, both sides of that, the person who wants the stable, you know, the the stable value and the person who wants to speculate, both of them have to buy BCH to be involved in this trade to begin with. So actually, it would be the case that people coming into the ecosystem to get, you know, stable amounts of, of USD or any other currency, right? Uh, once they've got one, they can add all the others uh, instantly would actually be uh, amazing for, for BCH as opposed to like Flex USD or USDC or any of these other ones. They also help because uh, people are still using the Bitcoin Cash Network. They're still paying fees to miners, uh, you know, and they're still contributing to the overall ecosystem. But with the AnyHedge stuff specifically, they're getting that stable value, but they are having that's driving actual demand for for Bitcoin Cash itself on both the stable and the unstable side. So yeah, if that gets well integrated into the ecosystem, it's going to be mega. I will I will just say a word when it comes to merchants actually, and uh, you mentioned the fees are high, but those that actually want to really change. Especially, I was more worried about India and not Caribbean, but India is so easy where you can just transfer BCH to any other exchange of BCH at technically no cost, and then it actually connects to your bank. You can transfer to USDT, and I actually onboarded a big institution recently, and it was only done after we did a test trial from the Bitcoin.com BCH they got to uh, exchange BCH to BCH, and then to connect it to a bank account. And they hardly lost anything. Yes, there was a little uh, rate, dollar fluctuation, whatever, that we have to speak about, but that's that's the currency exchange rate. But I don't think so. If a merchant really wants to change from BCH to USDT, uh, they don't have to do it on Bitcoin.com. Uh, if they really have to change it, hopefully they're keeping it, or they're, the whole idea about it to use it as a cycle. So when a merchant, a restaurant owner gets it, they go to a supermarket to buy it, and the supermarket gives it to the wholesaler, and then the wholesaler pays it back as a salary. But believe me, it's not as difficult as it is. You just, I tried it personally on Binance, and of course, everybody's against. Uh, the whole idea is 
to be decentralized. But if they really want to change it, BCH to BCH is transferred at no cost and then USDT or Indian account at no cost. And same goes for the Caribbean. So I don't know if anybody else has to say on this, but until we get uh, the stable coin integrated, for those who want to buy, I always tell them, who doesn't use Amazon or air tickets? Every company does. Accounting, yes, that's one, but they all spend. Not that they're getting thousands and millions now, but they can spend it on daily needs. They can buy air tickets, they can book their travels, or they can keep it on a personal level and replace it with uh, the account. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I wasn't saying that you can't uh, swap, you know, BCH to, to something, to a stablecoin like USDC, but it would be beneficial if you could do it directly on the Bitcoin.com wallet. Because, you know, yeah. I, I currently live in New York and the regulations right are here are, are so massive, right? You can only use really Coinbase to, to swap your um, crypto into uh, USDC stablecoin. Basically, Coinbase is the only exchange you could possibly use in New York. There's nothing else. Everything else, you have to use a VPN. And um, obviously, if you could do this in a decentralized manner through the Bitcoin.com wallet, where you could just swap, you know, uh, uh, Bitcoin Cash into a stablecoin, that that would be much better because to teach people to create an account on on Coinbase and to go through, you know, the whole KYC process, it definitely is a hassle, and it, it's it's one that could be avoided if you, you know, um, if we were able to, you know, incorporate FlexUSD and all that into the Bitcoin.com wallet directly. I've been pushing for that. I mean, Mark Lamb is not here today, but every time I, I have a conversation with Mark, I tell him, Mark, when are you integrating it? And I think it's in the works. But the whole push is, and they have to know, use it as cash. I'm personally, actually, I don't have enough BCH to pay my staff in salaries because now they don't send transfers anymore to India. They send BCH from India. I myself sent BCH from St. Kitts to, to India to my mom, and she can just get it cash from anybody or the whole India wants crypto right now, and BCH is as good as, I mean, it's basically accepted in any and every exchange. And the more I thought about Indian regulations and taxations, the more easier it is. And I think in a couple of days, last even yesterday, the Supreme Court made some statements, the finance ministry has made some statements. They are really going to push it hard because they first wanted to say it's legal or illegal, decided they could not have the answer. So they started the taxation point, the one person point. But it's going to be much easier soon. Of course, yes, integration, I agree. I've been after them right away. But rotation is the key. Rotation, rotation. Because you don't want BCS to be bought and then changed to exchange and goes to a bank anyways. Then it's as good as fiat and, and just the transfer cost like a credit card. So we are pushing. You'll be surprised how many people come to my store and buy $20, $50, $100, $500 of BCS every day. It's the dip. It's uh, wanting to make them buy from Amazon because they use purse.io to get the 15% off or any other field. But yes, it, it is in the cycle. I mean, I get 10 texts, which is not a lot, but it is a lot for a small island for them to buy 20, 50, 100 dollars every day. And they're going to my stores to buy it. I mean, if you have ATMs coming next week, so then they'll, the problem is solved where they can actually go to multiple locations, buy or sell BCH. Hey, I saw that Phantom had his hand up for a while. Uh, now it's down, but just want to check the offense if you wanted to, if you had something to say. Hey, man, thanks a lot. <laughs> Dude, just so many feels. 
Um, I just had a question in terms of, again, I think I've asked this a couple times on different B- BCH streams. Like, what is the strategy for BCH inflows right now? So, getting people to have BCH in the first place. Like, again, I love the whole reason why. Um, you know, BCH for life is I just love the onboarding and as someone who does have BCH, fuck yeah. I mean, when I, when I travel, that's all I use, you know, but you know, when I travel, I'm also very aware that these merchants, I might be one, one of very few who come in to spend the BCH. Um, you know, I, I've not been to St. Kitts and Martin, so I'm really looking forward to that. But, you know, elsewhere, even in the U.S., you know, I, I talk to a lot of merchants and usually I'm, I might be the first one they've ever met to actually spend it natively. So I, I don't know if anyone is working on those strategies. Again, I would love to get involved with that myself. Um, you know, personally, I got my BCH, BCH through mining and just just trading and i'm very fortunate i live in the u.s you know so i make usd i can just buy into it whereas i look when i travel to less uh you know less wealthy nations it's not the case right so i I don't know if someone could speak to that i'm just again all the love to the community yeah so so i'll just briefly touch on one thing at my own experience that a lot of people just don't even know that there's businesses around that even accept these currencies. Like, um, for instance, a, a quick example is, you know, now, now in the United States, I'm pretty sure everywhere in the world, but at least in the United States, AMC, Tagular, Gucci, they all accept Bitcoin Cash along with a couple other currencies, but they all ex- now are starting to accept. And, um, you know, I what I always do is all my friends or people that I just meet, whatever else, uh, I'll always send them like, oh, here's a dollar, here's $5 in Bitcoin Cash. Like, it, firstly, I mean, they're, they're, almost everyone is like 95% of the time they're shocked at like, oh, is that fast? Cheap? Uh, like that? That's crazy. But then they're like, but why, why do you have Bitcoin Cash? Why do you have crypto? Who cares? It's 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 just going down or it goes up. It's speculative. But I'm like, well, just two days ago, I bought my AMC tickets to Bitcoin Cash. And like, wait, you can do that? I was like, yeah, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of businesses. So in my experience, it's just, you know, Little by little, just getting your own circles involved. And then, you know, sometimes these guys will go out and they'll start tipping other people or, like, sending them a dollar. Be like, hey, look at this. Isn't this pretty cool? And then you start getting them to start spending at these merchants. And it's I – don't, I don't have any great perfect answers, you know, how can we get this out there immediately. But this is just the little stuff I do on the side. Uh, I don't know if anyone else has um, other ways they want to share. Uh, but that, that's that's in my experience. Well, the U.S. is in a u- unique position where you can actually spend your Bitcoin cash in most places simply because you, you can't really walk into a restaurant and say, hey, you know, do you accept Bitcoin cash? But almost ev- you can spend your Bitcoin cash at nearly every restaurant in the United States because they um, usually have, you know, like an Uber Eats or a DoorDash service. And these services allow you to pick up your food at the restaurant. And so like every day, for instance, you know, I'm, I'm usually at home. I don't cook. So I order food every single day and wherever I want to get food from. Right. I'm just going to get it on my Uber Eats app or on my DoorDash app. And uh, this is unique. Just just the United States. Right. Because uh, third world countries, other countries around the world, they don't have DoorDash and Uber Eats. But uh, uh, actually, on the contrary, uh, Sonny, not that long ago, he onboarded um, 
a um, uh, food like delivery service and uh, like ordering service that you can pay in Bitcoin Cash. I think about a week ago, um, and that covers almost every island, the Caribbean, uh, and like two places in Florida as well. Yeah, and they're working cool. on more, and they actually have KFC. For 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 example, Vincent gives we cover Burger King and and KFC, but we don't have Domino's yet. We're working on it. But Caribbean covers Domino's and so many other restaurants. In Barbados, they cover KFC. In Grenada, they cover literally every single restaurant. So these islands and countries that we are working on that don't have, uh, they're not accepting BCH yet, are technically accepting BCH because all these restaurants via exactly what you said, we onboarded. There's one company in St. Martin, MP must be knowing, that has every single restaurant on board, does also accept it. And I don't know if MP is there, but MP, did you know that I'm, I'm just speaking to the government in BVI and their legal tender is USD? <laughs> I, is, is he there? Uh, no, not, not anymore. I don't yeah, Okay. It. So, so basically, Totola has their legal tender as USD. And to speak to them, if they can have USD under British, they can have anything else. So many countries don't even know exactly the difference between uh, how Bitcoin Cash and Fiat are actually competing. And Bitcoin Cash is so much better. If I go to a bar now, the time it takes for me to even put hands in my pocket, it's easier to buy BCS. I mean, you'll see the adoption very soon, like I said, in India. But guys, come to the Caribbean soon. And Mark, for sure, if Mark is, uh, listen, Mark is there, we should, we, should, we should push for all those coming to the conference to support and buy the air tickets from, I know we have a couple of websites, but we have this company in India and St. Martin that sells air and cruise tickets and take BCH so they can just talk to them, get their tickets, pay with BCH, book their hotels too via BCH. So we don't actually even need any airline. They are they're affiliated with every, every airline. Yeah, the um, getting here page on the conference website that will be updated soon. Uh, we'll have instructions uh, to be able to get out here with only spending Bitcoin cash. So, Sonny, if you want to uh, uh, send me the name of that company, I'll, I'll add that to the page as well. Yes, yes. We have two of them, which which are really like the IATA affiliated foreign exchanges and everything. They book everything. So one is in St. Martin, one is in India. But with BCS, the advantage is you don't have to be there. You can just send a WhatsApp or whatever and book it. I don't have to explain that here. Everybody's a BCH fan. But yes, book your tickets through them. Give them the business support, all the BCH. That's what we need. Onboarding is one story. And if they don't get any client for two months and they forget about it, it's a different story. So support BCH merchants. Very important. Hey, just out of curiosity, uh, if you know, and if not, no worries. I, I can figure it out pretty easily, I think. Um, the Hilton access Bitcoin Cash, right? In St. Martin? Sorry, what was it? Question again? Uh, the Hilton. Hilton. No, Hilton is in St. Kitts. Oh, St. Kitts. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, the Hilton was. is okay. there. And then John just had a, he was a speaker a few minutes ago. He has one of the best resorts in St. Kitts, uh, prime location right opposite the Marriott. And, and it's really recently done well, has many restaurants, accepts Bitcoin Cash. And then he has a shopping mall outside facing the road. And literally all the restaurants and supermarkets actually accept BCH. What we got into in St. Martin and St. Kitts recently, which was a challenge, was the Chinese community. Being an Indian, it was very easy. I go to a store, they are my friend. I don't even ask them. I tell them, you're onboarded. And then here's the cash register. But Chinese, 
once we got one Chinese and Indian and Chinese, I'll tell you something, they are not rulers, they are followers. And if two Chinese supermarkets accept it, the rest just follows. And there was a time when I was begging supermarkets, please take BCH. Now they call me and I we are taking two days to actually go there to onboard them. Literally every single supermarket Chinese in St. Kitts or Anson Martin accepts BCH. So it was just a matter of having the first two. So it's a whole community thing where uh, it's difficult initially, yes. The first 10, 20 onboarding, but otherwise after that. I mean, I think by the time you come to the conference in November, uh, I, there won't be a single merchant left uh, that w won't be taking BCH or hotels too. So uh, for this morning, the conference will probably end up spending, uh, probably end up going to one of the local resorts that accepts BCH at that time. But uh, also on, a, on the same trip, I'd love to go to St. Kitts. Uh, I'm I'm really curious for myself to see because I'm obviously I want to stay at a local resort too, but uh, I tend to stay at, sometimes I stay at Hilton's when I'm not staying at like a Belmont or whatever else property. But um, I'm curious to see if I can book it online through my Diamond accounts and then pay when I'm there in BCH. I don't know if that works. If you know if that works, that would be great to learn. Otherwise, I can probably just call the hotel and actually. I will, give the, I will give you the contact. So how it works is you first make the booking and because you are not yet initiated the booking, uh, once you have the booking number, then you add, just go on the booking number and add your Hilton Honors number. As easy as that. So you don't have ah, to okay. pre-book it with the number and all that, but you call them and you tell them this is it. They make a reservation. They actually put in your number and then you pay them with BCH because I know you get an extra 10% off with your Hilton Honors discount. So uh, their number is actually there. I don't know if you follow the twitter account but the hilton details are there the numbers is there it's called koi resort feel free but i think john john's john's resort is an amazing one as well so consider that is in the center and uh, yes i think many more resorts by november will be accepting it great thank you it, it'll be nice to, to all of us to stay mark, mark has to decide mark we have to actually plan because we should not spread out to like uh, we are all BCS lovers and we at the end we're gonna go to the conference meet up have dinners after dinners whatever even the strip clubs in St. Martin accepted and St. Kitts but the whole idea <laughs> is to uh, stay at one place together or close by so we should all plan that that page should be planning where we are staying surely Mark is going to update on all that soon and get specials on the resorts and who accepts it and makes it make a deal otherwise the travel agency is more than happy to book the hotels and flights with BCH and the car rental soup. Hey, I also think that we should, for um, now, this is just up to, up to you guys. Just my idea is that for any government official that's you know in fine like finance ministry or or a higher level, whatever, should if, if they're interested in attending, particularly care particularly Caribbean islands. Allow them to end, to join the conference for free, not even charge them. They just have to come here, and they can choose whether they want to spend BCH. Maybe that's a dumb idea, but I think it'd be a cool way to at least open it up to just you know other people that would like to see what's happening in St. Martin and St. Kitts and otherwise. Yeah, if I could jump in, uh, one of the great things that uh, we're planning for the conference <clears throat> is to do a uh, farmer's market. So Sunday morning... Um, Rather than having speakers or panels, we're going to have an outdoor farmer's market that's open to everyone who wants to come, uh, as well as open to merchants to set up booths, local merchants, also people 
uh, who want to fly in to set up booths. So it's a great way to demonstrate the primary function of Bitcoin Cash, which is cash, right? So I didn't want to have just us sitting around talking. I wanted to make the conference about usability and utility and highlighting the merchants. Uh, so all of that information will be um, uh, up within the next uh, week or two. And then when you talk about the ministers, Ronaldo actually recently uh, on his on his tweet uh, or group uh, in the in the Twitter uploaded a beautiful interview from the former minister of finance, technically opposition. And if you hear him saying, if you want, I'll share the link. Every single word he says, he said his vision was to see crypto as a utility. And recently he went out around St. Martin and he saw so many stickers and he's so happy with BCH. And that's not his party. There's opposition and former minister of finance. And if they are praising it, you know, it's not coming from just supporters. It's even opposition supporting us. It's really exciting to hear. But to get back to, um, to oh, I don't know if he's still here, but um, it'd be great for everyone else anyways. Uh, Phantom, before I'd asked, you know, how, how, does, how do we see ourselves or how, what initiatives do we have to onboard local people or to get more people to start spending BCH or to be aware of it? Um, I don't know if anyone, I don't know if Phantom's still here, but if anyone else has an opinion or like to speak up on how they're doing it, I think that'd be great to hear rather than just from the common speakers like, like us have been. Payroll. Um, payroll is important. Uh, sorry, I'm speaking again, but payroll is very important. So the merchants that get the BCH, instead of doing accounting and they ask, how do I show this in my expenses? Pay it back. Give me employees just 5% or 10% of the BCH. Everybody has 10, 10, 10 employees in the store. That's what I do. I have like 50, maybe 60, 70 people. And I just give them before paid, deducted, like 100 BCH worth of USD. And now they all want 500 of BCH. I don't even have that much BCH to give them. So eventually we'll have to buy BCH to pay in salaries, exactly what MP Bryson did to his government. Everybody will have to have, there'll, there'll be a demand of BCH. It's so easy to send. Western Union and all that, you have to stand in line. I don't know if everybody knows or not. St. Martin just stopped issuing checkbooks. You cannot even write checks anymore. It, you, you, you are deducted one person when you withdraw your own money. And with BCH, they are all supporting is because not because it's just fantastic and working as cash it's just better than cash yeah well so, i'm going to reiterate that payroll is absolutely critical um payroll is a consistent customer of bch and will buy that at every pay cycle so if someone gets paid bi-weekly then you have guaranteed bi-weekly buys on uh, on bch to stabilize the price so um, anytime we can get people to offer payroll-like solutions or document how people can get paid in BCH directly, it's a huge um, you know, benefit to all holders to get those people on board. So I yeah, see Phantom has a little time. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Just, uh, so Phantom has seen this. Oh, Africa's hey, Africa's hey. Sorry. Um, yeah, just uh, I'm, I might be having some, some like, can you hear me? Uh, yo, hold on one second. Because, uh, Africa, Africa's had his hand up for a while, or her hand, and I just oh, want to hear what they shit. have to say, and then we'll get back to Go for it, Africa. Am I, am I still still rugging? 
Phantom, just one moment. We'll we'll go to Africa and we'll come back to you. You're okay now. But Africa, please go ahead, Chibu. Um, okay, Africa might be away from the keyboard at the moment. So Phantom, if you'd like to go, go for it. All right. Um, Seems like we lost him. Can uh, all right. So I think I'm here. Okay. So I'm just gonna read the uh, the 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 text on the bottom. I'm, I can't hear people talk, but I think you guys are reading me. So one thing that I've been doing where I am uh, most of the time, my home base in the uh, northeast of the U.S. Um, is I've been trying to collect rent in BCH, and I give a discount to my tenants who do give me rent in bch <laughs> and i mean it's only been successful one time for for a brief second but um yeah it, it's when i realize people are just they don't have access to it even in a place you know near near big metropolitan cities and i was thinking of trying to crowdsource like a mining operation some sort of cloud mining operation where instead of even collecting rent, I would be like, okay, I would take a portion of your, you know, all of my tenants in a building, I would take a portion of that and put it into a cloud mining for them. Um, so it's like, it's like a sneaky way to do it. And then so they would get BCH into their wallets. And it's just like, but I'm like, dude, is it even worth all the trouble? You know what I mean? It, it's like a lot of risk for me and, and all this stuff. But um, I mean, if if it's decentralized currency, we can have decentralized um, uh, decentralized distribution as well. So, anyways, that that's what I was thinking. If you want someone to pay you in Bitcoin Cash, and they're having pro well, I mean, obviously, if they have access to an exchange, then they could just get some on the exchange. But sometimes you've got to try and sort of think one layer deeper. If the if the if you're really having to sell, you know, sell the person on the idea, this might not work. But if they like the concept and they want to give it a try, then you can move it a step back by asking them to ask their job to pay them in BCH part of their paycheck, right? Especially if they can already see that they're going to pay you rent well, so they already have a use case and then they can go to their company and if they talk to the finance department and you know you get things sorted there then that means the rest of the company then hears like wow this you know crypto is really taking off and also they other people in the company might also then you know jump on the same thing if they can get you know 10 percent or 20 percent or whatever of their their salary in bitcoin cash so that's one strategy that that you can use if you have someone who's who's kind of willing to cooperate uh and wants to try it and and build a self-sustaining ecosystem like that another counterpoint okay that, that is that an is... amazing um suggestion i'm definitely going to try to implement that i didn't even think of broaching um one layer deeper thanks so much for that i'm gonna step down now well i mean as as a landlord another thing that you can do is most of the time it is a wire ach that's going to pay that rent payment anyway a lot of the services now including coinbase allow you to have virtual bank accounts that auto convert to crypto so then your tenant doesn't have to do the conversion at all they just pay rent and magically it gets converted to crypto for you inevitably you're basically forcing all of your tenants to buy crypto with their rent price and then you get paid in that crypto and they don't have to do anything 
Yeah, that's a good point. And then also, not just that, but they also have just simple, if they want to convert automatically 10% of their salary or whatever it is, they can, they can, I think they can just do it to inflows or worst case, it's like you, you can set up to be daily, weekly, monthly, whatever purchases of X amount and they could do it like that. And the fees are quite low. I mean, so let's say you're giving a 5% discount on rent. Let's say rent's $1,000 a month. That's, what is that, 50, 50, uh, 50 bucks? 50 bucks? Yeah, 50 bucks. Uh, the fees on $1,000 of crypto are going to be about four or five bucks. So there you go. That's, that's 45 bucks that they're able to save just as a rough math example. Now, the numbers are probably a little bit more, a bit higher. And so with that, they're just getting even more savings there. So it's always something else that they could that could be suggested potentially another thing that's important to note is that it's a lot easier for someone that's in a service-oriented job to take crypto than someone that is uh, is delivering a tangible good because the tangible good has upstream costs that they probably had to pay in dollars so they're trying to recoup dollars whether service is a, a trade on time it's a lot easier to convince someone that just an hour of their time if they didn't have expenditure uh, can be paid in crypto. So if you're talking to a massage therapist or someone that cuts hair or somebody that is doing something that doesn't require that initial investment, it's a lot easier to convince them that crypto is something worth exploring. Absolutely. Uh, Noreen, I've seen you have your hand up for a little while there. Okay. Oh, hello, everyone. Uh, awesome conversations. Like, I've been listening. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to add on to what i think phantom said regarding inflows so i guess we have all been doing great jobs like awesome uh jobs from the education from the adoptions you know merchant adoptions and then pretty much like everything in bitcoin cash works but then i guess uh where we should uh, like put more focus is when it comes to let's say uh inflows like let's give people more options like to to spend Bitcoin Cash. What I mean by this is, uh, I mean platforms, you understand, platforms or let's say products that people will be used, will be, let's say, not really forced, but then people will have to use Bitcoin Cash to, let's say, make purchases on those platforms. Uh, what I mean by this example, we have, among all the other cryptocurrencies out there, definitely Bitcoin Cash works. This is no lie about it because all of them are just claiming to be working, but then none exactly works. Like, Imagine we have platforms like read.cash, noise.cash, you know, you can buy something from Amazon on Pursue.io, a lot of platforms, uncountable. These platforms are all working on Bitcoin Cash, but then I, I guess we just still have to like do more so that we can reach out to, let's say, uh, other part of the countries, like other part of the countries, other part of the world, so that people will get to know about this. What I mean by this is, okay, an example now, when we talk about uh, Sony talking about India and then, let's say, the other African countries, definitely no one in those countries will will try will try to use btc no one because uh, let's say someone is trying to uh, buy something of ten dollars how will he use uh fifteen dollars for fee do you understand no it doesn't work that way no one it's better for him to use his fiat because there's no difference so but then with bitcoin cash definitely is just the the the, op, the great option so example like what one of the one of the things that we have been trying to see I uh, we solve in that region is trying to bring inflows. The example now, uh, what I've noticed is from from the numbers of 
uh, users that we have onboarded on read.cash and noise.cash. Okay, these people have been getting tips, giving people who have been earning Bitcoin cash through their writings. But then, come to think of it, how do they spend the Bitcoin cash? What is the Bitcoin cash used to them? Okay, let's say we don't have that much merchants, we are working on that, but then, okay, how will we give, how can they recycle those Bitcoin cash? So I think of now, if you don't have, imagine something like Binance, platform like Binance works in, let's say, almost most of the African countries. But then if your BCH is not up to $10, that means you cannot transfer, you cannot swap your BCH to maybe USDT or the native currency. So does that mean that your $5 worth of BCH is useless or your $2 worth of BCH is useless? That kind of a thing. So that's came, uh, that's this idea came to me to build something we are working on right now pace because i'm very sure in the few coming months we have we will be done with it so we have like reached some trying to see how we can tackle some problems that we have encountered so what actually we are trying to do is let's use your your you you should be able to use your small satoshis that maybe let's say two dollar worth of bitcoin cash one dollar worth of bitcoin cash and put it to good use what i mean by put it to good use is example with your one dollar one dollar worth of bitcoin cash does let me say if you can convert this to engineering era, that's approximately 500 you can be able to buy your airtime mobile data you understand which a lot of people use uh one dollar mobile data in, in, in places like nigeria you know ghana rwanda a lot of people use two dollar board of mobile data so imagine if you have one dollar worth of bitcoin cash that means on our platform you can be able to use that one dollar and purchase something like uh your credit card or your mobile data or your airtime that kind of a thing so that's quite what we have been working on right now so but then we are going to add more features to it uh, such as let's say gift cards now if you look at it gift cards i think it's only platform like coin gates that accepts bch bitrefill doesn't accept bch i guess maybe unless you use uh coinbase but then coinbase doesn't work in nigeria that kind of idea so you see there's a problem but so we are trying to make this actually work but then in also a decentralized manner like we don't need you we don't need you to sign up we don't need you to we don't need to collect your name your email address all you need to do is visit the platform you you enter what you want to make purchase directly when you press the purchase the pay button it automatically comes up with your bitcoin.com wallet and then you slide to make payment uh, your Bitcoin cash has been sent, then your mobile data or your mobile item gets credited. So basically, that's how we are we are trying to work on that. And we are we have just released the beta. It's not it's not out yet there, but at least we are testing it to see everything works fine, so that uh, we will also scale it to other countries as well. Naran, um, they use Alpha Top in Uganda. You heard of Alpha Top? Yeah, Alpha Top yeah, works. I've tried Alpha Top, but then there is this is it. Alpha top is not fast. Do you understand? Like I'm trying to because we have before we come up with this idea, I've tested let's say almost all of those platforms. We have we have put them to test to see how how those platforms work. If you go on Alpha Top, there is tax. Do you understand? Alpha Top tax you. Alpha Top there is also charges. So and Alpha Top is also charges. Like you have to like sign up and then do your whole KYC and then Alpha Top is also slow. That kind of thing. So we have tested almost all of these platforms before we come into conclusion to say okay this is what we are going to build. And then one of most of the technologies we have used are also from the BCH community. Like we are using Prom.cash, the Bitcoin.com wallet, you know that kind of thing. So and then we also build the platform. So we integrate all those uh, tools in the platform. Thank you, sir. I just learned something today. Um, I'm, 
I'll be in contact because I, I do a lot of work in Uganda trying to yeah. get yeah thanks mate so, so, so that is it so I guess uh, yeah let me even announce this because we are working on our median event so actually I will, we are also planning a median event which is coming up on August so it's going to be something that is uh, I think we just have we just use it as a to create more awareness to people so it's it's going to be a very big event at least we will we will try to see how it's going to be hybrid i uh, would love most of you guys to be here and yeah in the coming weeks we'll be sending out invitations we'd love to have people like roger and then a whole lot of people from the community to speak at the event it's going to come up on august and then the announcement and the website will be ready we'll all be put we'll posted at the bcs nigeria uh, twitter handle you guys will, all, will love to see it there so that's all we are planning to have a, a marketplace you know a whole lot of just top global people from the nigerian crypto ecosystem will be there a lot of people so we're trying to take that opportunity and this this event will be hosted by the bcs nigeria so it's gonna be an opportunity whereby we showcase uh what bitcoin cash is all about you know get people from the bitcoin cash community to talk to people in the country uh, to talk to people you know about the services the exciting things happening in the bitcoin cash community so that's i think this is going to be so far the biggest event in nigeria because our target audience is uh 1500 so we are trying to let's say let's have a, something very qualitative but then at least we'll make noise something that uh, the whole country will be aware okay this is happening something that is happening so we invite top global speakers uh to the event and then yeah details about the event will be, will be out very soon very soon that's awesome very excited to to see what's going on with that All right. Well, do we have more people that uh, wanted to talk, or we've been going now for uh, so, what nearly three hours? So, so I've got a tiny little pitch. Uh, so, BitcoinCash.org. There's some translations that need to be done. So, if anybody is interested in helping me do translations, or add additional logos, or marketing material, or any type of work on BitcoinCash.org whatsoever, please contact me after the space. Uh, what languages do you need out of curiosity? I have a portal that has all the percentage j uh, breakdowns. We have a project on Crowdin, and uh, that's linked to on the BitcoinCash.org homepage. There's a link to the Crowdin translations page. And it's at like 100% for a few languages, 98% for some languages. But our for instance, the Korean translation's way out of date. And I want to get all of the most current content up there and uh, there are some translations that include smart BCH content and a few other larger editions that will only go live once they're translated. Great. Let's take a look. And uh, guys, right. for everyone here, I forgot and neglected to mention it earlier, but some really cool initiatives going on thanks to Satoshi's Angels and then people that funded the Flipstarter. For anyone that onboards a merchant, if you post proof of it on Twitter, you can go to Satoshi's Angels website, uh, just satoshisangels.com. I've posted the link a couple times. I'll post it again on my, on my page a little bit later. Uh, you can get, I think it's $30 of Bitcoin Cash as a reward with an extra 5 bucks for uh, promoting it on Twitter or somewhere else. Um, if you spend your BCH anywhere, you'll get, tw and you post on Twitter or Instagram or any social media, you'll get, they will send you 20% 
of the Bitcoin Cash you spent back to you, up to um, a total of $50 per transaction and $200 per month. Uh, and there's also initi an initiative for a merchant's follow-up campaign. If you go to maps.bitcoin.com and you find a merchant that spends Bitcoin Cash and you pay with Bitcoin Cash, besides the cash back, um, if you tell them that, hey, we went to this merchant and they still accept Bitcoin Cash, uh, they'll send you some amount of Bitcoin Cash extra as well. Looks like I just made $20,000. <laughs> <laughs> you crushed it. Uh, my my night. I'm just gonna do that now. <laughs> I, for, I, I, I think there's some terms that live in the total reward. But yes, please go claim yeah. some of that reward. It'd be great yeah, for that money to leave it for the real. We need all that money to rotate, rotate, rotate. But yeah, thirty bucks a merchant, twenty bucks spending, fifty bucks times. Yeah, Mark, we made some money. Mark, Fajan, are you there? <laughs> yeah, talk to cash out. So hey, hey listen, but guys, no, um, but seriously, guys, I mean, it doesn't matter. Even though you guys on board a lot of people, it doesn't mean you shouldn't collect. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did want to do a suggestion. I don't know if Roger is still listening and others, and I know everybody has their own website and dot thing and dot that and I'm of course I fully support but I think bitcoin.com should be the one and then it ha it should have everything by that supporting if something is Australia or India like like it's when when I printed my material so I have usecash.com I think it's mark I have whybitcoincash.com I don't know who that is but I have so much to print. India is such a big country and then St. Kitts and St. Martin. Definitely we can keep changing that. And what happens is it's a word of mouth. You want the word to spread. So it's BCH, BCH, BCH. It's like green, green, green. It's, it's, it's this. It's now when, when I tell them you want to see videos of how to onboard or a good speech, go to use that usecash.com, go, go for your wallet. So it's actually very confusing when we'll have a hundred websites eventually. And I don't know if everybody really approves so, of this, but I, I, I think we should you. have one central, uh, even though it's decentralized, one center, one, one, I should not use the word centralized, one website that can actually list all the supportive websites for whatever purpose it is. It's much easier to work that way. Uh, I don't know. I agree that there should that, be a yeah. limit on the total sites. The problem is, is that so, so much if you go into Google, now, go into Google and type Bitcoin Cash. And the number one hits BitcoinCash.org. So whether or not and the a majority of the people I tell about Bitcoin Cash, they're going to go Google it. The first couple of links are the ones we need to focus on. And I agree with you about Bitcoin.com. I think BitcoinCash.org is another one of those properties. But wherever people are naturally getting to through search, we need to make sure the data is good for them. Yeah. yeah. I think I for, for example, I wanted to do something for India. And then Bcash, he, I don't know, he was, he was listening before, told me and he, he texted me. Whybitcoin.com actually has, wow, whybitcoincash.com actually has 16 languages. It has Hindi also in it. And yep. I was like, wow. So I posted it. It has, it has Spanish. Bitcoin Cash has Hindi as well. My Sorry. Is there? So we have all those languages on bitcoincash.org as well. I think we have Why more Bitcoin than 16 Cash? Oh, yeah, languages. Exactly. So a couple of them guidance is good, but if if everybody's gonna come out come out with a website and, and guidance, it's just gonna create a lot of confusion for for new countries, new onboarding. At the end, we are all one. It's BCH, right? So 
focus is should not change and uh, i just believe that we we should find a way how we will all together as a team in the next discussion discuss why we should not create any more websites out of the whole thing yes the more the merrier but then the more promotion they do i promote mine you promote yours francis no one let's focus on one let's push one together easier i do yeah, somewhat I agree with that because i, it, I, agree, with, I agree with you sunny I think we should just let's say let's focus on bitcoincash.org because like that's where you get most of the information. So let's just update any information we have of Bitcoin Cash, any recent information, any recent tool or services being built. Let let us have it on bitcoincash.org very fast so that people when people go there they get to see a whole lot of stuff. Like I don't think there is any crypto pl platform or website out there that you get to see a lot of products services you know than bitcoin cash so i think and we have a lot of them like a lot of things being built on smart bch a lot of things being built on bitcoin cash services so that kind of thing so let's just push everything but, but smart smart bch is for smart bch is for whom uh, i mean i yeah. being a bch fan uh, i'm on board with many persons i still i got yes i have sunny with a double y I couldn't get sunny dot bch but smart bch is more for people that want to create the tokens want to trade yes. no, merchants have zero i think the merchants have zero knowledge or should be if they want to yes but technically what is smart bch i still uh, i'm not a techie but yes we are concentrating on bitcoin cash for merchants mm -hmm. it really doesn't matter at the end you cannot have smart bch without bch right so Definitely. help me help right. me dot cash just got a lot of resources on there yeah I mean, so so so, so, so we, you know Merchants focus on BCH, the main chain, and then it's just the sh it's just the cherry on top. The fact that we have tools like Smart BCH that can be introduced down the line if people are interested. But you definitely focus on the main chain first. Not hit people with a million ideas at once because that that becomes very confusing. Yeah. It's not very targeted. It's the same thing with websites. Uh, cherry, your hand up, please. I just I just want to give Sandra. She's jumped up, but. A chance to say hello. So, hello, Sandra, and let's just uh, hear from Sandra. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> it's finally nice to be able to speak. And I'd like to say thank you to everybody for uh, everything that you're doing. It's absolutely wonderful to hear about all the merchant adoption that's going on. And also, my friend uh, Gita and I, she dropped off, but we are also planning on opening up a business uh, out in the Caribbean. So it's really wonderful to hear all of this. And at the appropriate time, we'll be speaking to the right people. So I really want to thank Roger very much for everything that you always do for the space. Sunny, Mark, Ryan, uh, other people that I hear about. And uh, absolutely just love being here. And absolutely am looking forward to coming to the conference. So thank you very much. Sandra, where are you from in the Caribbean? Please, please don't don't leave it incomplete. Caribbean is massive. Where in the Caribbean? <laughs> oh, it's a surprise. No, 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 no. We need to know. You said you are planning something in the Caribbean. We need to know where. Uh, you know what? We'll either do You can text me, you can DM me. Just just oh, it's no, okay. it's fine. It's not a secret. I'm just teasing. Uh it'll be either in St. Kitts or St. Martin, or maybe both. Oh, well, 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 perfect. I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for jumping up, Sandra. I know it's really hard. The boys just get going and it's hard to really squeeze in when they start. Yeah. I have to give the ladies a chance to speak every now and then. 
hey, hey, who's 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 assuming who's gender? This is 2022. I thought we we can't assume you know maybe someone identifies as a, a, a llama or something. I don't know. We have to be all inclusive here. Come on, boys, please no, no, share. No, that's it. I need to meet you guys occasionally because I do find on Twitter spaces uh, women don't uh, usually aren't given a chance to speak. So I, I need to mute the guys occasionally when a, a lady walks in. So thank you, Sandra, for speaking up. Thank yes, you. thank you, indeed. Um, if I can just jump in real quick, uh, I just I need to get off the call. So I wanted to thank everyone. Um, Looking forward to seeing more of you uh, in person. Two little things I'd like to say. One, uh, I have some software I've been building uh, behind the scenes. Some of you might have heard a little about it. Uh, it will be released in the next month. So I'm actually looking for beta testers. So if you're interested in seeing some Bitcoin Cash software that I made to help make adoption better, uh, please contact me and I will give you beta access. Second thing is, um, I'm very excited to be uh, joining Sonny and uh, Roger in the Caribbean and in the coming few weeks. So uh, I'll be putting out a lot of new content, and I hope you guys will check out my YouTube channel when the new videos come up. Great. Appreciate it, Mark. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank you too much. I'm joining you too much. I'll have to say goodbye, too. Goodbye, everybody. I'll let yeah, you guys talk. Thank you. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye -bye. And we've got Bitcoin Cashew who's jumped up as well. Hello, Bitcoin Cashew. Did you want to say something? Hello. I wanted to actually divert the topic towards something that we've seen uh, often in the Bitcoin Cash space, which is all the negative marketing that we get. And honestly, it's, it's a lot of concentrated effort. It's not random noise. And I'm wondering if we should, as a community, really set targets to counter those brigades to hit certain milestones and to hear everyone's opinions here on what they've faced in this regard, what they've done and what they would suggest. So I've actually thought about this a lot because what I noticed is in the beginning of Bitcoin Cash in 2017, there were a lot of people that were defending bigger blocks and a reasonable scaling roadmap and trying to keep Bitcoin working and cheap and functional for everyone. And what I've noticed is a lot of those voices have gone quiet. And those voices were really important to counter some of the FUD, even though that fund is unwarranted um, a lot of the time. But we, we need those voices back. You know, when was the last time we saw Rick Falconinch uh, put out a tweet that was pro BCH when that used to happen a lot in 2017 and 2018? those types of things we need a more concerted effort on the positivity side where we can get some of the voices that have been quiet back trying to push and getting bitcoin cash back into the hands of people and i think that's something that's really important because i think a lot of those people are still supporters they're just not as vocal about that support so that we can try to drum up you know better marketing for our side 
I think the main thing to focus on uh, from my point of view is essentially that uh, the online chatter or negativity or whatever is you just kind of got to ignore it because what actually impresses people is things like the massive amount of merchant onboarding or if we have a really great conference at the end of the year because there was just that classic moment which has been replayed a bunch of times when uh, all those BDC people were arguing with Mark Cuban and he just came 